Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Movies Are Real Best of 2019 Festivities. I am your host for this journey of motion pictures that we are going to embark on. Strap in. Ryan Lance is here with me as well. I am buckled in. That is similar to what you said. I'm yeah. Talk about some movies. I was thinking like a boat, but I don't know if a boat has seatbelts. So. Definitely. When was, the last, yeah. when was the last time you were on a boat? Think about it. Two years. So. Two years. Okay. Oh, I didn't think of like a like a rich family at the lake boat. I just instantly. That's exactly thought, what I was. I thinking. just instantly thought pirate ship. <laughs> like no, that is, you're letting your aesthetic take over. Like <laughs> yeah. the world actually works. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that real people have boats. <laughs> yeah, that is the voice of Carrie Lyles, who is also with us here to discuss the motion pictures 2019. Uh, again, I don't know if I said my name because I realized I'd never say my name. I'm George Cruz here. We are here to discuss the movies of 2019, the best, the bad ones, the disappointing ones. The uh, spooky ones. The spooky <laughs> ones. Um, so yeah, uh, we here are going to, for each of our categories, we're going to choose two runners-up and one winner. Uh, apologies, I guess, if your movie gets dunked on. It will be. Uh, <laughs> we will be nothing... dunking on each other's movies. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that bad this year. Um, I feel like I don't think it's ever gone bad ever. Actually, I think maybe, maybe the first year we did this format. How many years have we done? I don't even know anymore. The arguing format. Yeah. I think this will be our third. I think the first year. one was rough. I feel like the year when we didn't have the format. Was when it was more just rough. the list. Yeah. Well, just looking back at that list, we're like, what the fuck were we doing? Rogue One was on that list. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I like Rogue One. I do too. I think like, that was a George Cruz. <laughs> And also, it was early in our, it was fresh in our heads at that yeah. point. Um, and also, I like Mass Mickelson like a whole lot. So yeah, like... I need reinforcements. Um, <laughs> Give me my BB. Uh, the first category we have today is best style. Uh, I would describe this category is that best swagger, best je ne sais quoi, best that thing in terms of aesthetic. Or like cinematography. This is very unbelievably subjective and unbelievably not defined. But describe. I would like best style. Am I? Yeah, it's got a. Um, it's got a thing. God damn it! This is the opposite of this category that Ryan just put on here. Um, this is the exact. This would be. This would just be best style with like if best if ours is best style with like five y's this would be the one ryan just put at the end of this list is best style with just one y <laughs> okay um the nominees for best style are climax high life under the silver lake knife plus heart her smell art of self-defense uncut gems bliss rocket man one cut of the dead in fabric violence voyager Serenity, The Lighthouse, Us, Promare, Midsummer, and the one Ryan added at the end, 1917. Hey, I'm a dad. What can I say? <laughs> I love me some dad movies. Oh, boy, howdy. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to make sure... Uh, I hope none of us forgot anything here. This feels like a good list here. When I read down there, I didn't see anything. I had nothing, to look. Nothing pointed yeah. out as... A glowing emission, I feel. Yeah, and so uh, keep in mind, uh, so a thing we usually do here, a lot of this stuff is also shout-outs, so a lot of us here put some of our stuff that we know is not going to maybe be even top five and if we did a top five, but we wanted to give it recognition because of it fits the category. 1917 is not on this list. Oh man. 
Did you see that tweet from Ryan Johnson earlier today where he was talking about how he was like, they were at some award show and he said he was talking to Sam Mendes and he was like, yeah, he told me that they did actually shoot the movie all in one take and if anyone messed up, they had to go back to the beginning. They just had Benedict Cumberbatch in that room every day waiting for him to get there. He was there for six months. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's really good. That's really good. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, that's a good tweet. Uh, that's good. Um, but yeah, 1917 is not going to make it. That on is this fair list. enough, my man. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, we got oh, a doc. Uh, Carrie, since you have a phone, can you uh, do the editing? I'll, I'll be the editor. We don't want the little clicky sounds to get on here. Oh, that is a good point. You're yeah. right. So I saw the trailer for Knife Plus Heart. I didn't realize I saw that before. Uh, that movie looks really fucking cool. It's awesome. It looks dude. really, really cool. I have not seen it. Uh, that was going to be one of, most of these are, a lot of the ones that I put on here are like weirdo movies that I know neither of you guys watched, but I enjoyed very much. But uh, Knife Plus Heart is this lady who uh, is a gay porn director. Right. And there's a serial killer who be killing all her porn stars and she's just trying to figure out what's going on. And it's like a giallo movie. It's like in that style of like the Italian, Italian oh. murder films. Oh, okay. And uh, but it's a French film, I believe, and it's just very pretty. There's a weird bird man with weird bird hands. It's a great movie. Yeah, it looks really cool. Check oh. that out. It's on Shutter, I believe. If oh, y'all have Shutter, okay. It's very pretty. But not top three though. You said no, probably not. Okay, cool. It's dank, um, You mentioned you had other stuff here that weird movies that mm-hmm. you've... Not that we were taking off your movies. <laughs> Let's get this camera yeah. nonsense out yeah. right away. What a, you, you sound like you had another one you wanted to maybe shout out. Uh, We can talk about Bliss real quick. I think you guys might dig Bliss. It's a, it's a short little movie and it's about this girl who is an artist and she's got her agent and this gallery like down her neck waiting for her to finish the next big piece that she's working on because they have given her like a ten thousand dollar grant or something to finish this piece and it's still not done and she keeps doing lots of drugs and going out trying to get inspired and then one night she goes out with her friend and she ends up a little bit of this a little bit of that uh now she's a vampire huh now i'm interested (laughs) and then she just goes on a bloodthirsty rampage and also like while she blacks out and starts taking all these super intense drugs like uh, one of them is called bliss and she blacks out and she'll wake up and part of her painting is done and she doesn't remember doing it huh it's great it's a fun movie i don't know that it hangs but the the style of it just being her always driving around with all the different nightclubs and the colors and her being blitzed out of her mind on bliss <laughs> it's just great and the painting that she ends up with is fantastic okay. already added to my watch list excellent and there's some great gore in that movie too if that's your kind of thing Ooh. but mm. doesn't hang nah oh that's a shame hate to see it mm-hmm. <laughs> you hate to see it serenity certainly has a style uh. as far as a film with a goal and uh, capturing the essence of if we're going to spoil Serenity, <laughs> capturing the essence of a video game. Yeah, AAA video game from 2000s. Uh, Serenity has it. Um, mm-hmm. It certainly feels like a David Cage thing. 
Um, a very stylish film. What the hell? A is... lot of actors making great choices. Who's the domestic abusive partner in that movie? Jason Clark. Jason Clark is <laughs> doing some stuff in that movie. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Oh, what about Anne Hathaway saying daddy over oh, and yeah, over again? Oh, yeah. That was, uh... Boy, they did not pay her enough for that <laughs> one, I can great, tell you that. That's such a great movie. Uh, Serenity's maybe not this category. <laughs> I'll just slowly delete that yeah. off the list. <laughs> um... Ah oh, man, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I'm gonna make a bold cut here. Okay. All oh. right? I don't... Looking back... I don't think of us as having a particular style that stands out to me. I don't know about that. Really? I don't know if it's top... Ah, I think that one's too early to cut, but... I I, I think that style really comes through towards the end. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just feel like, for the most part, it feels a lot like a kind of typical like home invasion kind of thing. And that doesn't discount like a lot of cool stuff does towards the end. Sure. I feel like the style, when I think of best style, I... It's I, not I as want, stylish as Get Out. I want something... Oh, yeah. And I, and also, I want something that, like, has, like, this, like, vision for this world and, like, goes through it, like, all the way. Yeah, it kind of like, just kind of re- like, puts re- it through like, the like, end I'm there. I'm really watching a movie. But for us, you know, as, like, fantastic as it really is, I feel like in terms of style, in terms of, like, the look of it, it doesn't um, kill it as much as like a Get Out would, um, compared to some other stuff. You know, list. Carrie, how do you feel? Uh, I'm looking at some stuff here. I I I I think I agree with Ryan. It could be top five, maybe. <laughs> I like I like I think I agree with Ryan. I've heard that a lot in my life. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, it's like I see what he's saying. And I really, like I really the, like that ending music and that whole the, stuff. I like the, the ballet is the, great. Yeah, the style of the like underworld yeah. place and it that sequence of it showing the two different worlds mm-hmm. juxtaposed with each other. I enjoy other. its carnival open better than it chapter two. Oh, I need to add it chapter two for best. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that movie's got some style. I don't know if we want to like add it and cut it now. <laughs> But like it's it, right now. It's got, it's it's got great some, style. Let's the, the creature, the, the creature designs cool dope. as hell. It's cool. But uh, but no, yeah. I think we could cut us, I guess. Yeah. I do really love the ending stuff in that. It's, it's so, so good. Too. I good. feel like if the whole thing kinda kept that maybe, but it it just didn't. Like, so Elizabeth Moss in that movie? Yeah. Okay. She's the, yeah, she's, she's the, the yeah. She's the white the white wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's married to fucking uh what's his goddamn Tim Heidecker. Yeah. What the fuck? Weird. <laughs> um, they only got him because when the creatures have to start making weird noises, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got this in the bag. All right. Carrie, what would you say is the next <laughs> Carrie movie that you... <laughs> I mean, I was going to go for Infabric. Uh, Infabric? Yeah, you also watched this. Yeah. I did it. I've been curious about this. I, it has a... I think it styles the thing I walked yeah. away from. Uh, okay. It's... Fucking just, very striking. It is going. It is funny. It it finds a way to use its very stylistic, very weird ass movie, very fucking niche horror, and find comedy out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's really really good. It just feels like a haunted department store commercial yeah. the entire time. I'm gonna watch it's great. this movie so bad. It's, so it's a great aesthetic movie. Yeah. But I also don't love the movie that much. I I, no. I like the style. The style is that movie for yeah. me. Yeah. But but 
when it comes to the movie as itself, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. The style doesn't. Hold and the up style is so good that it overcomes everything else uh, in it. It's not gonna be. You don't like that. It's not gonna be top you three. Hate to see it. Hate, hate to see it. Some would say. Some would say you hate to see it. Uh, let's. What see. is Violence Voyager again? Okay, I, don't I was remember. gonna go with that one. Uh, I remember us talking movie, about this on the it's podcast. It's this movie that I found on Amazon. And it's about these, uh, it, the, basically the whole movie is uh, paper cutout puppets. And they're just going around and they find this weird theme park type thing where it's like a shooting range. But then they get captured and there's alien creatures there mm. like using them for experiments or being fed to the aliens. And it's just, I really like the presentation of it because it's all paper dolls. And then there's also random goo like there's alien goo that gets thrown on the whoa paper dolls. this fucking and movie it look it's awesome holy yeah. shit this looks cool as fuck yeah that movie's it, huh. it's really dope huh yeah i just found it on because i saw that poster with all the there's like a yeah. poster with a bunch of weird jack yeah look this one up folks dudes. it's fucking wild the, the, it's very striking and it's just it's not the best movie but it's really fun to watch and it's just the style's really fucking cool. So, Carrie, would that movie in your like none of us are here, just you? Would that make top three? Uh, no. Okay, because and look, that looked cool. Five. If you felt passionate for it, then no, I, yeah, yeah, no, I don't feel passionate about it, but that's a, a definite shout. That looks cool as hell. It's it's a fun movie. Uh-huh. It's cool and it's gross. <laughs> Man, uh, I think the cinematography and the camera work done and everything about her smell is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's gonna. Ooh, really? Because you, because I, like, uh, it's, I like, it's fucking great. I like her smell a lot, but you guys love it. It's fucking fantastic. So, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch this one because I feel like this is really like a you guys kind of thing. It's also like it's weird because it's like so perform. Elizabeth Moss carries, uh, and this is maybe a little bit much, but the amount she just fucking. Her back is in pain for how much she's like lifting that movie up. Because it is, it's a performance movie. Uh, I don't know if it's top three. Do you think? It, it, I think I I really I, would, her smell is one of my favorite movies of the year. Yes, but it was number one for me I for the longest time. Style, I think it is a really really good example of something capturing like anxiety incarnate in a yeah. film and it does like through its that and uncut gems <laughs> yeah through its score and the fucking camera moving all over the place i feel like her smell has a lot yeah. of stuff especially because that movie really is like six scenes i mean yeah yeah it's like six scenes mm-hmm. and they just like feel like an eternity because it's yeah. so goddamn tense you're just like please <laughs> yeah please, give yeah. me a break please. yeah um but you want to cut it, George. I mean, I'd cut High Life before it, but I guess it doesn't matter how what order we cut these. But yes, I'd cut her smell, I think. All right. Now, since you just grossly insulted High Life, tell me what's your problem with it. High what Life really is your problem. I think about- that movie sucks, but <laughs> it's been so long I haven't thought about it think that long. Think about all the spunk. What was the yeah, last time you seen that much spunk the in a movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me tell you, I, I it, again, a rainy movies with jism in it, I put in fabric back high life. <laughs> I can't put in fabric on my watch list twice, George. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I will say, high life, 
some of It's got some great stuff. When in me it. and Goth got eaten up in that star oh or black hole, so that, that was that was awesome. That was that great. was cool. I forgot about it's that. It's also something that she would just do like out of boredom. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I'm gonna eat My- myself into <laughs> space and be you know atomized by a star. It's right, great. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. That was a great yeah. moment. I did like that yeah. a whole lot. That's that. That's the style that shouts out to me. But you know, I like George, the fuck box. <laughs> who doesn't really? Who doesn't love a good fuck box? Um, <laughs> but you know, since George is a hater, I guess I'll remove highlight from our list. Right, so I'm gonna read our list right now as it stands. Uh, we got climax, under the silver lake, art of self defense, Akun gems, rocket man, one cut of the dead, the lighthouse, Promare, and midsummer. I feel like every year we've had like one animated movie that's fucking been so cool, and I don't. It's always an awkward one to walk the line. I don't, we didn't ever we didn't do the style when back in 2016 when your name came out, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of times I don't feel great about putting like because it's almost undeniable and unfair in terms of style over yeah. like like real human like fucking movie I don't know yeah but like you can manipulate it more. yeah and I think Promare is fucking stylish that movie is like at every single frame that movie has the bright fucking colors of the trans flag every single scene and it looks fucking gorgeous just light blues and pinks and oranges and it's wonderful um and i love it it's great but it's it doesn't you think it's too it's unfair is that <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's 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 hard i don't know i feel like because i don't know i don't remember what we said for night is short walk on girl i don't remember how we landed on that one uh yeah i don't remember don't either because we didn't do i got because i said if, if your name came out this year that would be on the list like yeah. i can't deny it, even though if it's an animated movie like fuck it yeah and i don't know what we did for spider-man last year either I don't know, spider-man not- spider-man won i'm pretty sure spider-man yeah won, no yeah. other movie. no yeah our top three was spider-man mandy and suspiria I okay oh. that's a good the, list it was the three that's of a good us list. incarnate I oh yeah that yeah, moment but yeah, I still don't know about. Do you want to cut it now? Or do you we'll keep it around, but I don't know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make another bold cut here. Okay. Um, I'm I looking back on. I think I like Midsummer more than I did. Really? When I, first I mean, style it. is certainly the thing. I can't deny about that movie. I can, but I I totally agree. But I'm looking at this list and some other stuff that like I really like the style, and I feel like Midsummer doesn't pull it off as much. <sighs> It certainly does stu- does some stuff, I will say. I um, love the opening of that movie. Opening of the movie oh, is really good. great. Um, a lot of the you know more culty stuff. Yeah. Um, is great. You know, the part where things go bad is really go good. Really bad. <laughs> the way that shot is very good. <laughs> but I'm just looking at this list, and I'm not I'm not feeling top three on that. I don't know. And, you know, call. You know, I hate to say it. <laughs> Um, but I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm feeling right now. How do you guys feel? So let's be honest with ourselves. I'm assuming, knowing the people in this room, the lighthouse is on this list, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will remove you my apartment if you, okay. if you try to take it off. Of the okay. So I know that. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I was going with that. I was just knowing where we're at. <laughs> just saying it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to cut midsummer. <sighs> Midsummer's not going to go very far. Maybe there's a category it might land on. It might. Uh, but Would love to it's see not it. a positive one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. If you want, if you want to make okay, Carrie, how? What's your passion for climax? 
I have not finished Climax <laughs> I did not like it. Okay. Ryan, well, you can talk about the style a little bit. You, you, you said you watched until the, the pregnant girl started trying to abort her own baby and started cutting herself, right? Yeah, and then they started beating her up. Yeah. It's a great movie. Can't believe I would not be into that. Yeah, what, are you some kind of sissy? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I am. No, but style, style, yes. I feel like this is a very... Her smell type of style, because it's all very close and anxious as all hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also there's so much stuff going around. Every take is like sixteen minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. Nineteen seventeen ain't got shit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that is true. World that War is... One. Have you tried drinking laced punch <laughs> and dancing all night? Yeah. Oh, and all that like choreographed stuff that they did so in one take—it's so Holy good. Fuck. I really am disappointed how much I hate that movie. You don't know that you hate it. That's you true. Watching. I'm sorry that I was <laughs> grossed out by them beating up a pregnant lady who was already cutting herself. What's your problem? I have a lot of problems. Trying to horse okay. my body. Yes, you know what? Yes, I will say that. I'll say it's a little gross. Well, I guess from what I've seen of Climax. I think for a moral standpoint, we should remove it from the list. We should not support Climax. Yes. A Blasico movie. Is that I feel like temperature in the room because, okay, here's the thing. I like Art of Self-Defense. I don't think it cuts. I don't think it makes this list. I, I can I can allow you to do that. <laughs> okay. Because I rewatched that recently. It's still great. The it's belt good? joke killed me just as much as it Very good. That's so good. It's a great movie. Um, it certainly does have a cool uh, style to it. But, you know, watching it again, I feel like the style is more of like in the pacing and yes. the delivery of everything. Yes. Not necessarily the visual look of it all. The visual look of it all is great. I love that. But if we had, we had a movie. if we had a category for best comedic timing, I would yeah, say, yeah, definitely. I would say that. But if you'd like to remove our self defense, I will let you do that. But you have to be the one who does it. Okay, <laughs> sure. You have to remove the. You list. have to do it with your own two hands. Yes, you have to do it. All right, you Con. did it. All right, can I please remove Midsummer now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Right, I, I'll. I'll. Uh, I was gonna say I'll remove climax, but I don't know if I'm ready to remove climax. What is one cut of the dead? I, uh, I can't... That is another Shutter movie. And, oh no! And uh, <laughs> it's uh, the. I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. So uh, the whole setup of this film is that it's the guy. It's this guy who is hired to. Do direct this project for this TV network that is a live one take zombie film, and the first thirty minutes or so of One Cut of the Dead are the song the zombie film, and then the rest of the movie, and then it like jumps to six months earlier or whatever, and you see everything that goes into the making of it and everything that. He all the decisions that he has to make and stuff that goes wrong and like while you're watching the beginning there's stuff that's kind of weird and off and you're like why is it like and so then it explains it goes back and it's just it's a very 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 cool gimmick and I had not ever seen anything done like that before and I think it's definitely worth checking out. This hmm. has been a big letterbox movie I've noticed. Yes. Um, very highly rated so I've been actually wanting to watch this on your Shutter account with you at some point. <laughs> um, Let's do it. Yeah. It's really you good. You busy tonight? 
No. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, yeah, we can watch that. But yeah, I think it's, uh, it's unfortunately to describe its style and why I think it has a place, maybe not in the top three, but on this list, I kind of had to spoil the gimmick a little bit, but I think it makes it a really cool experience to watch if you don't know it, but if you do know it, it'll still be fun, but it's a really, it's a really cool movie. And it's like, I don't know how much this fits into the style category, what I'm about to say, but I don't know if it's going to come up in any other categories, but it's got a lot of heart and it's a really emotional watch too. And it's just, it's just a good movie. It's not a zombie movie. So it's a movie about making zombie movies and it's cool and I love it. Okay. Is that, are we cutting it though? Yes. Okay. I'll let you do that, Carrie. You'll let me cut the movie I put on the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. All right. Can I remove Midsummer now? <laughs> I mean, what about, let's talk about Under the Silver Lake for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I, so here's the thing. That was the one other movie I felt like I needed to watch, apart from Marriage Story, uh, for these discussions, and I didn't watch it because I, because it's so divisive. I felt like I was not gonna like it, mm-hmm. so I did not yeah, see it. I can see that. I kind of feel like you wouldn't like it, yeah. and I don't mean that any kind of way. Not I just sure. you don't think you wouldn't. You, I feel like you would just watch it and be like, this fuck boy, Greaseball, Andrew yeah. Garfield, motherfucker. It is. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> really is. Um, it's it's so weird. You wouldn't think that this would be like what follows the it, what comes after the it follows guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, it retains like a unique sense of style. Very like, you know, that like Hollywood mystery, mm-hmm. old old school kind of thing, and Hollywood conspiracy theory. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. And I think it does a lot of stuff too, because it's got him with his weird conspiracy theories. But then there's all the weird like semi horror elements. Yeah, his like weird are, nightmare. Yeah, things. that are like really effective. Oh yeah, and the, the one that always like comes to my mind. Like I think it's one of the. It might be the first one, but like the body, like kind of like yes, that's exactly what I'm out. thinking of. Yeah, that um, part that and freaked me the hell out. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and uh, all the animated stuff too in yeah. it with the with the because there's a graphic novel that he finds about the dog killer. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of different stuff going on in this movie. It's very, very jam-packed with weird stuff. And it's one of those man on an ambling journey trying to figure this weirdo shit out movies. And that's fun as well. It kind of made me think of Eyes Wide Shut a little, a little bit. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Just in the way of him with a goal in mind. And he just keeps going from weird place to weird place trying to achieve it's it. It's probably been... Because I think I watched it until, like, last January. And hate to spoil it, but that is when we recorded this. Um, so it's been a year, so I'm losing track of a lot of what made it so stylish. I remember it mm-hmm. being that, and that's what I liked about it. But if we yeah. had to cut it... I mean, I'm not saying we have to. to. I, just don't, I just don't know where the passion, if the passion is there for it, if it's the top three. Um, let me look at the rest of these. I would feel I feel more passionate about the style of Under the Silver Lake than I do about the style of Climax. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, then I think Climax we is fucking fantastic, and it's got a bit, and it goes for that bit, and it nails that bit of being nightmare acid trip movie of like unbridled dancing chaos. It's just it's great, but I like Under the Silver Lake a lot more. Okay. Cool. So our list of fires under the silver lake, uncut gems, Rocket Man, the Lighthouse, Promare, Midsummer. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Yeah. I wasn't able to see it. Uh, I'm sorry. Also not able to see it. It looks great. My goodness. It looks really good. I 
Can I just uh, set that down? I want to have a real heart to heart with you guys sure. about how fucking pissed I am <laughs> that Rami goddamn Malik won <laughs> for Bohemian Rhapsody and Taron Edgerton didn't even get nominated. What the fuck? It doesn't I'm make a lot of sense. so sad. Rock- Rocketman is so much better than Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. It's so good. It looks fantastic. Anger. Yeah, it looks fantastic. <laughs> what do you think is going to be... Sorry to get off topic. What do you think is going to be the Bohemian Rhapsody best of 2020? No. Oh, oh, of the new... You mean the, the biopic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean... Shout out to Judy actually got some stuff. I, yeah. saw those, I didn't see that coming. Well, what I mean, was even the biopics that got nominated? I don't even remember. Well, Harry, Judy, got, Judy. Judy, um, Harriet, I think, got nominated for, for something. Best song. Best song. song. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, weird. You wouldn't expect uh, even Harriet Tubman to have a, one of the best original songs. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, Mr. Rogers movie? Uh, yes. That counts? Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense. Uh... But yeah, what is it that... I feel like we got a Bob Ross movie coming soon. So where does the style... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yes. 100%. 100%. 100%. It's going to be Tom Hanks as well. Carrie, I think, like, cut to, like, a year from now. Because I can't believe we called that. <laughs> so where does the style on Rocket Man? Is it just, like, all... Uh, like the, Obviously, the I assume big... the costume design is... Probably... Oh, my God. The big sweeping musical numbers. It's There's a lot of surreal choices. All the beats are so emotional. Like the, I'm thinking of one scene specifically. I, I can't remember what song it is. I think it's Crocodile Rock. Is that the one? It's like na 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 na. Uh, that song, the scene of him performing it the first time at the one club, and he's playing it on the piano. And there's this, there's this thing that I love in musicals whenever it happens, and uh, it's. Uh, him playing and everyone in the audience is like getting into it and then there's this moment where it kind of the music kind of drops and gets more uh, airy and distant and everyone in the audience starts like floating and it's like this beautiful moment of him being like yes I found my place and then they all on the beat everyone drops like boosh la 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 and I was like this is fucking amazing (laughs) it's really good I Uh, I don't know if it hangs but I mean I like the passion and I want to see it I think we can cut Midsummer now. Thank you. Ryan's <laughs> right, just right been away. hovering, waiting. Oh, no, oh you no. cut from there. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, it's fine. <sighs> Midsummer. <laughs> All right, so Uncut Gems is going to be mentioned a lot in these discussions, unlike some award shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it deserves. Yeah. Uncut Gems has fucking swagger for days. Yeah. <laughs> I think it so, has the most swagger. It is the most swagger of any movie. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is incredible. It's got an energy to it. I feel like a butt's coming. I, what I, it, but I, don't, I don't know. What if I said, what if we cut uncut? I just don't know where the. <sighs> I don't want to cut uncut. Jones. Okay. I Honestly, from what. Style wise, I would rather cut under the Silver Lake. Or Rocket Man than Uncut Gems. Uh, I mean, Ro- I feel like the passion Ro- for Rocket Man. Let, let me tell you how I'm feeling right now. I gotta keep the lighthouse. Like, well, the, duh. No <laughs> duh. Like, Carrie, you're really selling me on Rocket Man, and I've heard the same thing from a lot of people. So I can see that making top three, and then it's just left on like what I would want to be the other one. And you don't. You're not that hot on Uncut Gems. Not that hot on Uncut Gems. Uh, it has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. Um, it's it has just, everything to do with the amount of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything to do with the amount of basketball. 
<laughs> Thank you, Carrie. You get me more than anyone in this, in this room. Um, but in terms of style, you know, I'm just feeling more of like a pro mare. And, you know, again, that might be not fair. Um, but that's just but how you're, like, The third spot is kind of up in the air for you. Third spot's up in the air. I think I ha- my my two are going to be Rocket Man movie. I have not seen I appreciate the passion for o- Rocket Man. I can see it here. And Lighthouse, you know, I... I mean, it's gonna it's gonna win. So okay, so here's the thing: I have not seen Good Time. Is the style of Uncut Gems inherently a little bit less impressive in terms of when you look at the the filmography of the Safdie brothers? As someone who hasn't seen it, I would say that Good Time falls a lot more in this category if we're thinking of just like some of our big checkmark things, yeah. like neon lights yeah, weirdo yeah. stuff and like i think good time has a lot more of that but i think it's hard because good time i don't know because i i feel like good time aesthetically i like more just aesthetically yeah. but like if we're talking about all-encompassing style wise yeah. like so maybe it's not fair has, to compare them this movie has a presence i'd say that they're uncut re- gems is more okay so yeah it sounds like they're a little bit different movies in yeah. terms of that to like style. they have similar characters and the characters kind of go on a similar journey with similar goals but i would say they're pretty different i think i want to cut under the silver lake i feel like that's what we're <laughs> feeling here um if, if if i'm reading the room right no no yeah i no yeah uh, it's, it's very. It's been it's been too long. Like so, I, it's a I just great I movie. just have I just have no like I it's, it's hard for me to, like argue it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at like even like we have Uncut Gems, Recommend, Lighthouse, and Promare, and like that's all very solid. Right. Um. So what are we cutting here? It's tough. We have, we have to cut one again. Here. I'm I'm not. I didn't even think Promare would make it this far. But <laughs> when I think of. I love Uncut Gems. It has a style. Maybe I should have typed up style so I could always keep thinking about it. Yeah, that's the, Uncut Gems. You say style as if like, there's an X in there, but like there can't be. But, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, this is up to you guys because I... I hate to be this... I hate to be this, I I to be this Academy-ass there. style where they give a fucking movie best director because it's not gonna get best motion picture it's the silver medal because i know uncut gems we're gonna talk about it a lot more um i don't know i guess i put promare carrie what's where's your vote at as for what for i what? guess it's yeah because you haven't seen promare so it's like yeah i have no idea <laughs> oh wow but would you be upset if we cut uncut gems for best style for best style is that something you, you feel could argue? like it would? It feels weird. I know. Got to make decision, folks. Because the lighthouse is witted. We are. We all know this. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that too. <laughs> I'm thinking about Elton John, and I'm thinking about Howie. <laughs> let me let me talk about why the lighthouse is the winner real quick until we find out. <laughs> No movie will ever look as great as The Lighthouse. That's true. That's they true. didn't even use and any the, colors. There's no colors. It's just bright lights. It's just like this like washed out insanity. It's it's an Instagram-ass movie. <laughs> and I love every moment of it. Um, I think what... it And it just build The style just builds and gets more crazy as oh, yeah. it goes on. Um, when it does like the more like supernatural stuff, like Wes Anderson um, was going through it. The, 
the ending part where Robert Pattinson is screaming and covered in That's blood. That's my favorite part of the entire movie. Uh, it's... Is he covered in blood? He's covered in some black and white ass movie. I I, could, I thought it was either blood or like oil. It it doesn't matter in the end, really. It's cool. I think he he just got done killing the guy, so yeah, I feel probably, like it's probably, it's probably blood. blood. He does but, get a big splat, but yeah. No. I don't think I put Rockman against Uncut Gems because, and it's weird again because it's it sucks that Uncut Gems is not so loud in terms of visual style because I know Rocket Man does a lot more with visual style. I know I've seen it, and it, I I know that. <sighs> I think the Uncut Gems trailer has more style than the movie. Uncut. I mean. If I mean, we had yeah. best trailer, I mean, now I'm over. remembering the fucking Blacklight nightclub scene in Uncut Gems, and that's really cool. It is fucking cool! Stanfield with his That was like a nightclub. Yeah. Okay, George, you're the only one here who's seen Promare, so I'm gonna make you make this decision. I, again, like I said, I am I think I'm making the fucking best director, best motion picture. Like, Promare's not gonna get anything else in these awards. I really like Promare. I think what it does is exceptional. I had no idea going into that movie what I was getting into. I think... When I, it's my out of the stuff that that studio has done, it is my favorite in terms of visual style. I think it looks gorgeous. It looks, I think it's right. beautiful and bright. And I like Uncut Gems, but yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think no, I think I agree. Yeah, because like Uncut Gems is gonna have its day in the sun. Yes, in the rest of these. So I'm cutting Uncut Gems. I'm okay. cutting the gem. And I mean, <laughs> you can't have fucking Elton John and not give him best style. Yeah, that's <laughs> and true. And I see that you already marked the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, lighthouse. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I agree. All right. So winner of best style is the lighthouse with Woo! runner ups Rocket Man and Promare. I did not expect Promare to make it that far. Uh, yeah, you tried to cut that early too. Yeah, I did, but I don't know. Man. All right, well that's best hour. Moving on along to maybe the easiest to get nominated category. <laughs> uh, what? Be- best horror, which uh, the title implies that this is the best horror movie, but we just throw out if every horror movie is eligible. <laughs> I I restrained myself. The nominees for best horror are The Lighthouse, Doctor Sleep, Us, It Chapter Two, Annabelle Comes Home, Greta. I guess Serenity, Cats, The Gallows Part Two, Crawl, Ma, Happy Death Day to You, I Trapped the Devil, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, apologies, it's The Gallows Act Two. That's my bad. Thank you. Uh, and In the Tall Grass, The Banana Man. Splits Movie. Not making it here, I guess. Uh, uh, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm going I'm, I scrolled down to the bottom of my yearly list to make sure there's nothing we forgot. We didn't put the new Chucky movie on here. I didn't see. Ah, it. who cares? <laughs> right, Ryan, what about the part where he's like white man in a watermelon patch? How poetic. Oof. I haven't seen it so boy howdy. Ah, uh, fuck that movie. <laughs> Uh, what about Velvet Buzzsaw? <laughs> oh, that's true. That movie, you know what? As not great as the movie is, it has some pretty interesting stuff it going on. It has Jake Gyllenhaal and Tony Collette. That is true. <laughs> not a lot of movies can say that. Uh, is there anything else you meant? Yeah, there's just some other random bullshit that only I saw. Pet Cemetery? No. Pet Cemetery? Yeah, no. Um. Uh, 
first off, I feel like the curse of La La Rota. I have that not seen it. Sucks ass. Um, I'm. It comes to HBO on the thirtieth of this month, and I am so thrilled to watch. Okay, I have I'll no, watch it with you. I have no idea why, because I hate the country. Oh, Ryan, should Escape Room be on this list? That's not really a. That, that feels oh. like a thriller. I feel it was marketed like a horror movie, though. Yeah, it was. So it it, it was entertaining. We'll with, no. Yeah. <laughs> But you yeah, know. Well, out of out of ninety four films on my on my list that I saw from last year, The Curse of La Llorona is number ninety three. <laughs> <In laughs> the, the movie is bad. Thrilled. In the Tall Grass is my worst movie of the year. That oh, movie really? sucks what shit. A nice life you lead. <laughs> you didn't see anything worse than In the Tall Grass. God damn. I feel like you didn't watch put, Tall Girl. You were once upon a time in Hollywood on the In the Tall, tall grass, grass. So. <laughs> Some of us had uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as their worst movie of the year until Cats 2019 came out. And Crawl's kind of just meh, honestly. It's not. It's just kind of... All I remember from Crawl is... The ending. See you later, alligator. Funny, funny stuff there. Crawl is fine. Is Serenity a horror movie? I think it's horrifying for the actors. Because, like, somehow they agreed to that. <laughs> Haven't you ever been on a boat with Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? That's oh! scary. That's terrible. Was the boat called Serenity? What yes. Was yeah, I think so. Uh, and also yeah. the video game? No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I ever got the list. Serenity. I guess it's time to rewatch Serenity. We're Is missing it? all the. Yes. Oh, I can't wait for. I don't know if the podcast knows this canon about how when I uh, had a birthday party and had. No, because we, we didn't had, see Serenity when it came out. Yeah, no. Uh, I had a birthday party where I invited like 12 or 13 people over under the guise of we're going to watch a mystery film and I made everyone watch Serenity and it was magic. And I walked into the middle of it and I was kind of bummed out. That, yeah. But, no, yeah. Red is not really a horror movie. No. It's something. I, just, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what Greta is. <laughs> Greta is, I think, what we were going to do as our uh, bit. <laughs> yeah. But then some other movies the came most, out. The most Greta film of yeah. 2019. Scary Stories to Tell the Dark sucks. <laughs> like, it's not very good, but it has moments. It's got sounds. No! Remember how that movie at the end, when the movie was ending, they're just like, we'll solve this somehow, and then the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we don't know how to end this. What if we, we don't? <laughs> yeah, that movie's whatever. It's it, like, it's very directed TV. Yeah. I yeah. like the Scarecrow part. The Scarecrow part's fun. Yeah. Carrie, not was, the pro-Jared part. <laughs> Carrie, I was listening to a podcast, and mm-hmm. one of the members on that listed, I Trust the Devil is one of their favorite horror movies of the year. It's you really have seen this. good, yeah. The way that it's done is, like... There's some genuinely unsettling parts of it, like the people will approach the door and hear like disconcerting whispers from the other side of it, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's a really subtle movie, and it's got an atmosphere to it, and it's really cool, and the director's a cool dude. Okay. So does that stick around then for now? Okay. I, I'll keep it for a while. Okay. Um, Let me talk about how much I hate Happy Death Day to you. Ah, fuck you guys! God damn it! Here we go again! <laughs> Happy Death Day to you is good. I liked Happy Death Day to you. God damn it. I'm just saying we did it the first one dirty back in 2017. (laughs) Wow. You've been holding this in. God damn it. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. They're good too weird. They're good companion movies. You don't see that a lot. I don't know. (laughs) 
Whatever. I like the part with the trombone. Yeah. Um, it's a weird concept that they put together. To I think a lot of people don't like these movies. Like it's not just Ryan. I know people really don't like these movies. I think they're fun. God, Ryan. Yeah, that's true. You got a point there. Um, <laughs> what? What you think's a better horror movie, Ryan? The Lighthouse? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yes. Of course I do. <laughs> okay. If this was my I'll... list, it'd be three. It'd be in the top three, but. I also think Happy Death Day 1 is better than Happy Death Day to you. I so. also forgot that Happy Death Day to you came out this last is, year. Um, so we're cutting it, right? Yeah, but also okay. cut fucking cats, god damn it. Why, excuse me, uh, that is one of the most horrifying <laughs> films I've ever George, seen. George, like, I don't think you, you I no, really George, don't, you don't think you, you understand. You generally don't understand, <laughs> like, the terror you feel. Like, have you, like, imagine, like, a waking nightmare. Like, Imagine but, 30 seconds into the movie, me and Ryan turning to each other and going, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We and Carrie thrilled, we're like, oh, we're finally watching Cats, and then like, oh no, we're watching The movie cats. starts instantly, and they the first, like, sounds come out of the speakers, and Ryan just plugs his ears immediately. <laughs> it sounded so bad. It's like, this movie assaults every single one of your senses. George, I'll be honest, I am keeping Cats on this list until... <laughs> I, this is not a bit. This is not a bit. God damn it. George, no. Like, you haven't... You generally did not understand. Like, is it a horror movie? No. Maybe. Oh, maybe yes. not. But is it one of the most frightening experiences of the year or of, like, the modern age? I Even, just... like, what it does to your psyche, what it represents, but... From like big Hollywood studios thinking sure, that they can pull off. Sure. I thinking just, that this is okay. I just feel like we are doing the genre a disservice by giving it a spot on our list. Well, I can I can understand that. I can't! I'll be honest. This isn't best or most fucking cinematic crime. Biggest cinema <laughs> crime of 2019, easily cast. Top 10 crimes of the year. <laughs> um, Flashback to that tweet George had of describing um, 303's album, um, an audio called, crime. Called, Don't trust me, an audio crime. That's the name of my first album I'm going to make, Audio <laughs> Crimes. <laughs> George, if it, like, okay, I'm going to make this to be Cats is truly, and like, People, like, joke about cats, and, like, I get it, it's funny to joke about, but it is genuinely a frightening experience. (laughs) It looks so unnatural, and at no point during the movie do you ever get used to it, or even a little less use, less not used to it. You know what I mean? It's, you you never, it's consistently terrible. (laughs) Alright, well, if we're keeping cats as a spot, then that means two horror movies, and guess what? Lighthouse is not one of them. (gasps) Lighthouse is not one of the best horror movies of the year. Oh, you say that because I'm defending cats. No, it is not. Whoa, it is not a horror whoa, movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is it? I don't know what it is, but there's no it's, point in that movie. Like, it's just... A, it's it's just, great. It's just actors having really long monologues that are really intense, but I'm not scared of it. It's like, I don't know. George, have you ever been trapped in a lighthouse with someone? We're taking abstract concepts. We're putting cats on this fucking list. <laughs> I can say that. If you were saying cats is a horror movie, I can say the lighthouse is not a horror movie. <laughs> and this isn't me just being spiteful. George. Like, I don't think it's one of the best. If there's only... If, we're, if cats is taking a spot, I don't... No, 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 no. Okay, fine. I, for the sake of me and George's long-term friendship, <laughs> I'm going to remove cats from the list. Which, by 
by the way, I'm just gonna say this. I have not seen the movie Ma, but the fact that we're saying that Ma is a better horror movie than Cat <laughs> is an audio crime. And it makes sense because this is an audio podcast. Brian, okay? do you wanna undo Cats and then cut Ma and then No! I will not do that! I will not do that! I have not seen Ma. I don't really want to it see It looks Ma. fine. I have seen Ma it. twice. It's okay. It's what good. the hell? <laughs> you said it's all right. It's right? pretty good. It's pretty funny. Well, I can cut it, right? Surprisingly, all-star cast. And... Carrie, I'm pretty sure in the trailer, she runs over someone in a car. And that, from what I know about you, is the easiest way to make you happy. That's the best part of the movie. That might come up in a later category. <laughs> so right. I won't talk about it now. I am cutting So the off. list so far <laughs> is The Lighthouse, Doctor Sleep, Us, It Chapter 2, Annabelle Comes Home, Happy Death Day to You, and I... Trap the Devil. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't see I Trap the Devil because it sounds really, it's really good. good. It I, sounds... don't th- I don't know. I don't know if it hangs, but I think well, like I'm looking at this list. Well, I think the horror of this year for myself personally, since I would have to vouch for it, and that's my pick. Yeah, and there's other stuff here that okay. I like a lot okay. more. It seems really cool. But I should put that on the list. I really want people to watch that. That looks movie. sounds I'm, good. I am good. definitely gonna watch that movie. Yeah, I've been wanting to for a little bit now. Hmm. So I feel like Doctor Sleeps. Is is it's it's a stays on this list? It's yes. So I like, I like that movie more. Yeah, looking that's back what, on just it. what I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I feel like I like that movie more and more every day. I can't wait to watch it again. Is it? But like, what points out to me is less of the horror and more of like the weird atmospheric stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it very much is like that Stephen King weird nonsense. Weird ass Dimensional world. shit. Yeah. As opposed to like the Stephen King, you know, slowly building tension. I feel like the slowly building tension from Dr. Sleep comes from the fact that you know that they're going to go back to that place. Yeah. And, you know, what is waiting there based on, you know... Th- the memories of it, because a lot of people, you know, The Shining is one of the first horror movies they see, so there's a childhood connection to that for a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the whole point of the movie is, you know, embrace like going back and to something that you were scared of as a kid. And I respect that a lot. Um, you know, I I really don't know where the rest of this list. Yeah, goes, I don't know where so. we're gonna go with yeah, this. I, I think we can cut Happy Death Day to you. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah, that's cool. La da dee, la da doo. That's out of there, baby. So, <laughs> hmm. oh. man. So we have two Stephen King movies here. Are we gonna have? What are you saying? Are we gonna have both of them in the top three? I don't think. Or it, is chapter there, two is on the top three. I might agree with George here, and I know that that is a very upsetting idea to someone in this bedroom right now. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'm going to get more into how I feel about It Chapter 2 in another category. That we have here. Uh, We're on Best Horror right now. That's the only thing that's nominated. For. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing. I think... If you're going to say something bad about It Chapter 2, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think in terms of horror, It Chapter 1 is scarier. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and It Chapter 2 is just having a good time. I don't know. It Chapter 2 is, like, del- It Chapter 1 is delightful and scary. It Chapter 2 is 
I don't sad and weird, I would say. Hello. Yeah, Carrie, I know you're too personality true. Okay, so we don't have to like uh, argue over that. I don't remember if I made this point on the podcast or if I just made it in life several times, but I was talking I, I was talking about this movie a lot and I made the realization that it chapter one is like the quality product and it chapter two is like the fan servicey smutty yeah. fun weirdo Absolutely. take on chapter one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a mega fan, I was like, "Yes, perfect, thank you, delicious." Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's so long, and that's why I respect it because for people who want this, like it's here. Uh, it's not for everyone. Um, but I, for me personally, it's one of it one of my favorite movies of the year. I'm showing restraint by not having it as my favorite movie of the year because I'm trying to grow as a person. <laughs> but <laughs> I can agree that in terms of horror, it is not as good as some of the other stuff on this list. And it might not be a quality film. <laughs> However, <laughs> I think that it is a fantastic movie. And that's all I have to say. So are you going to be the one to cut it? Oh, <laughs> what are you going to do this? Do that? I'll just cut it. I'll, I'll do No, okay. I'll do it. I'm sorry. All right. So uh. we're now we're now at the, the top four. So we got to make one more cut here. The Lighthouse, <gasps> Dr. Sleep, what Us, if, or Annabelle Comes Home. What if we cut the Lighthouse and no, put these three no, in? No, no, George, I'm, I'm not going to support that. I'm I am not going to support that. I, don't, I hate that these podcasts always become me and Ryan ganging up on George. It's just, man. Then objectively, objectively, Us is a better movie than Annabelle Comes Home, but I think Annabelle Comes Home is a better horror movie than Us. I'm, and Annabelle Comes Home will be mentioned later, but I think Annabelle Comes Home is fun. It, it Again, it, it, it does the... I think it could have been a better movie with the concept of, like, we're just going to have the fucking Warren's basement go wild. It could have gotten yeah. wilder, mm-hmm. but it still does good stuff. That feeling Mealy Box is cool. It's so good. Like, the television stuff, it, like, there's cool stuff it, in it. It's really conflicting, because Us definitely is, you know, a, you know, a stranger's, like, a stranger's unknown entity kind of thing. You know, you never feel safe, you never know who's yeah. in the corner kind of thing. But Animal Comes Home, while it's not, you know, a fantastic movie... No. It has moments where, like, the supernatural scary stuff is, like, really cool and, like, really, like, interesting. And it's comfortable hanging in in its bead, like, fine moviness. Like, it's it's just a fine It embraces that, which is what makes it so, you know, surprising. Yeah. Someone say it's the best movie to come out of the It's having fun, but not too much fun. Easily the... Easily. Easily the best movie. Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) Oh, not even. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, how do we feel about Doctor... I guess Doctor Sleep was a weird one. Between Doctor Sleep... Because it sounds like Annabelle is a lock. Oh, I'm saying I really feel passionate about it. I would be willing to cut us, so... Between Doctor Sleep and us... Right now, I need to keep Lighthouse and Doctor Sleep. I feel like us is probably the better movie. Yeah, it is. But... You know, I I would really be I would honestly be happy with either one of these. I if I had to cut something, I would probably cut Annabelle. But you know, it's it's definitely. I I, I can see the argument. You know, from yeah. These people. And I think Annabelle. There's another category. Annabelle is gonna shine, and yes. I'd be fucking shocked if we cut it from that list. Um. I don't know. I could see. Uh, I could see. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 
No, that's fine. I think. I think. I think. <laughs> you think we should cut Abel comes home? I think us as is a us is a very good stranger. <laughs> yeah, but us is a very good strangers come in to my house. It's, I I I put us. So for people home world know what carries up. I I started deleting Abel comes home, but I just deleted home. So just saying, Abel comes. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want people to know that I'm a child. <laughs> I know who did it. Okay, so best horror movie of the year is either The Lighthouse, Doctor Sleep, or Us. It's The Lighthouse. <laughs> At least for me. I know someone. I feel that way as well, but... I just don't even... I don't... It doesn't... What, I think, what I think... It won two categories in a row. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so... I... I get un- so we saw Under the Skin as a group recently, yes. and Under the Skin has horror energy. It has horror themes. But I don't know if I describe it as a horror movie, and I kind of feel the same way about The Lighthouse. I don't I, know. I can see that, and I definitely think of The Lighthouse more as like a funny movie. <laughs> yeah, I also kind of feel like it's, it's having a good time. But I don't know. I love all of these movies. Right I, now, because I, I, I feel like George, George, you know, I, I could not get you to like the light. I could not get you to. Agree I haven't seen. I haven't rewatched it since we saw it without my glasses, if, so I can only. <laughs> so, if in that case, I would want to give it a Doctor Sleep. I think Doctor Sleep is criminally, criminally underrated. I, I think, agree with that, but I think it does some cool stuff visually. But again, we're at the horror thing, right? I think it's a what? ride. Because I love Dr. Sleep, too, but I don't know if it deserves best horror over us. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just... Because it made it sound like Dr. Sleep is not much of a horror movie as much as a weird... It's a very good Stephen King movie that is, like, about the... It does the best it could with its weird world. This what it sounded like from y'all. I don't it, know. It definitely feels... But then, like, I think the scenes, like... Like, the horror in it isn't the most, like... You know, you think of, like, scenes in Us or Animal Comes Home where, like, the horror is clearly something looming in the darkness. For the scariest stuff in Doctor Sleep, you know, I think of, you know, when he goes to, like, the hotel for the first time and the lights are turning on and, you know, he meets up with a certain someone in the bar they have a conversation. And it's really... Tense and like scary the in a way. The scariest images from the movie are the ones that he like describes, and you yeah. don't ever see them. And that's a cool, that's a cool element that it has. Mm-hmm. I think Doctor Sleep is is just a trip, and I think it's it, it's really it's really something great, and again, criminally underrated. So, as much as I the Lighthouse is. You know, my favorite film of the year. I hate to spoil that for anyone. But if I wanted to vote for best horror, I'm honestly wanting to give it a Dr. Sleep. I'd be fine with that because I love Dr. Sleep. Sure. I can trust y'all with it. I haven't seen it, so. Oh, I didn't even. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so. Oh, damn. Yeah. So. Sure. Are you sure about that, George? I mean, I don't know. Again, it's weird for me. Like, it's a movie I, I don't really like. It's a movie that I trust you guys on. But it, from the from looking at it, like, I don't get the horror vibes from it. Like, it's certainly it's it's certainly in that universe, and it's yeah. Like us is like the yeah. I don't know. I think. Oh God. What if we? And my gut, it says us. Chapter two, bad. <laughs> 
Okay. My gut kind of also says us. My gut says us. All right. I'm going to bring I'm going to bring another movie to the ring. Oh. Let's uh, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to kill George. I think you want George to uh, I added cats back to the list just so people know. I had to say made top 4 at least. I think Doctor Sleep is really good and The Lighthouse is phenomenal, but I think Us is a lot more iconic. I would say I feel like in 10 years or so, more people are going to be talking about us than Dr. Sleep. I, I feel like people are just going to think about Get Out. Yeah. That's but those right. people are wrong also because there's a lot of haters of us. They're just like, hater, us is just disappointing. I'm like, no. no. No, that's true. I, th- I think there's haters of us, but I still think Get Out is the superior movie. Sure. And they both have similar... But us is more of a horror movie than Get Out, kind of. I don't know. I I felt more. I felt more horror from Get Out. I mean, sure. To be honest with you. I guess like um, yeah, you know, us, you're right. Us, nah, us has cool stuff. Ah, this is tough. But in in the end, I I felt like it was just more. It had it had a lot of wacky stuff too. So it, I guess too. like I how feel like didn't didn't add to the horror. It was just wacky. So I think the re. If I'm going to be honest, and maybe this is an easy way out. I don't like The Lighthouse that much. I haven't seen Doctor Sleep. I like Us a whole goddamn much. It is high on my list of movies I have seen this year. I think it is a fantastic horror movie. I think it's it might be the highest horror movie on my list. And I've seen it. And I haven't seen Doctor Sleep. And I, I don't... I, I There's a trepidation in me like, as a best horror. And I, I trust yeah. you guys. But Us is the one I'm going to go with for me personally. I don't know. Alright, Carrie, how are you feeling right now? Because I I can't I, I I us is third right now for me, so I have a hard time doing this. And I know that you're also in this camp. But also I don't wanna be here forever, so I can go Doctor Sleep if that's the one. What if we went the lighthouse? <laughs> you know what, Carrie, I would, Carrie we, we can't best, we can't out him. Honestly the best horror. It really movie is in the list. It really is. It really is. And uh, I'm trying to sacrifice stuff and say Doctor Sleep. Um, what if we brought cats back? No. What Serenity if, back? Yes. <laughs> what if? What if the lighthouse? Won? <laughs> because I feel like uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it also feels like we're dancing around it. Um, I mean, again, it's weird because Doctor Sleep, I wouldn't feel like a horror movie, and I've seen the lighthouse, and I say it wouldn't be a horror movie. But if the passion is there. If it's if it's for this, it sounds like this lit people would be here. Like you guys would be, lighthouse or well, bust. Yes, we would. Well, be. I guess I don't know. I guess it sounds like most of you would be lighthouse. Doctor Sleep, us. So, I don't know. Sure, we'll put the lighthouse as the best one movie twenty nineteen, um, with Doctor Sleep and us being runners up. Um, this is kind of a so that's that's best horror. This next category is kind of a break. It's kind of a chill one. There's not any debating in this one. This is just a shout out. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about some old movies we saw this in 2019 because you know I feel like it feels like we got to watch the newer stuff. But hey, there's old movies too. Uh, we so, watch more than just the new movies. Yes, in our free time. Yes. So best old movies of 2019. Uh, Carrie, what were some of your favorites of 2019 that you discovered? Oof. Well. My favorite movie all around that I watched last year, new or old, was The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. It is fan What genre is that? Fantastic. It's uh, drama, <laughs> I guess. 
it's uh, Helen Mirren is the wife of a. I don't know if he. I think he's the restaurant owner, and he's this rich guy played by Michael Gambon, and he's a real asshole. And he just like dictates everything that she does, and he berates her loudly in the restaurant. And then there's this other guy there who she who's at the restaurant who she sees all the time and then they start to have a romance and so the movie becomes her sneaking away from dinner at the restaurant to be with this guy and while her husband is being an asshole and then there's all this other stuff going on behind the scenes with the restaurant and then he's got ties to these like gangster type people and then they find out and then It's a very, very good movie. What year? Movie. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. It's kind of old. Uh, I'm going to look it up here. I would guess cook. 70s. Oh, wow. That is old. that is real no, old. Huh? No, I'm probably really wrong. I don't remember. <laughs> like 2000. It is 1989. 89. Okay. Ooh. Oh, this uh, movie. Yeah. yeah this I've heard so of this. damn good. And uh, it's my favorite movie that I watched last year. But... And it's fantastic. I think you should check it out. It's very in line with a lot of my tastes. And it's got, like, some of the most vile shit I've ever seen and some really, really emotionally upsetting stuff. I cry every time. But in terms of movie that I just have watched four times now <laughs> since I've watched it. And none October. with me, even though I've told you I'd watch it with you. What since... are you doing tonight? <laughs> We're watching... What... I would much rather watch... <laughs> Okay, let's watch The Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3. Holy shit. Have you guys heard of this movie, Exorcist? <laughs> what if I told you there was a third one? That's... What if I told you there was a TV show that's surprisingly good? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't give two shits. Uh, I've heard, I heard, I heard Exorcist 3 is a fucking trip, man. It's so good. <laughs> it it picks up like directly after... Well, not like... Kind of directly after the first Exorcist movie. And it's the detective who is investigating the case of the one British guy's murder in the oops, sorry in the yeah. first in the first Exorcist movie. How at the very end of the Exorcist he becomes friends with one of the priests, and then it's the those two's relationship. And there's this serial killer that is acting up again, and the investigators trying to solve that. And so it's like a very. Uh, What's the word? It's like a procedural cop movie where he's trying to solve this this serial killer case, but it's also a horror movie where they're at this hospital where all these murders keep happening and they're trying to figure out how and why. And there's this one patient in the basement who, it's just, it's so it's so damn good. I know it's a it's a lot. Um, so damn good. Well, that was Carrie's best old movies. My best old movies of the year. So the first one, so one of these is a cheat. It's Under the Skin by Jonathan Glazer, I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw this movie years ago, but I never finished it. And I saw it in a really, it was, I, I was felt very, it, felt, it was a strange experience watching this movie where I felt very uncomfortable and I stopped watching it because I was freaked out. <laughs> um, but then we rewatched it all together. Finally, so I saw it. That was my first time watching it all the way through, and I fucking loved it. I think it's fucking fantastic. It's a great movie. It's wonderful. I love it. And wonderful is not the way, but it, it is. I love it. It's fantastic. Everything uh, it does vibes, it's vibes, vibes with, with very me well. very well. It's fantastic. Uh, my actual best old movie of the year, and I don't feel that passionate about it, but it was the most. Uh, I'm glad I saw that. Uh, it was Mind Game by Masaki Yuasa. Who is? It's an animated movie. I'm the director of Night is Short, Walk on Girl, Devil Man Cry Baby, 
Um, and uh, what was what's the movie that you got, Ryan? Uh, Lou? Lou over the the water, well, something like that. Something like that. But uh, yeah, this is one of their earlier stuff, and it is Buck Bananas Wild. It is like. <laughs> It feels like it feels like sort of like an art jam movie, like like a, like the studio just got together, just like do whatever the fuck you want, just buck wild nonsense, uh, and put it into a movie, uh, and it very much knows it is like a weird concept thing, um, and I really liked it. I had a good time. It, it shows its age a little bit. It doesn't look as clean as their newer stuff, obviously, um, but yeah, Mind Game is pretty good. Ryan, yes. So uh, first off, um, all about Lily Chocho. This is a Japanese kind of drama film. It's had kind of a cult following. Want to like do research into like Ryan movies? You, we all we all know what Ryan movies sure. are. Um, this has been the one that's like always like showed up, but it's been like increasingly difficult to watch unless I wanted to illegally watch it, and I just didn't really want to do that because I don't like doing that much anymore. Um, it finally came out on Blu-ray through um, what's this company? A film movement. A film movement, and it is absolutely fantastic it's basically um early 2000s um it follows like this group of kids and they're all in love with this um singer uh lily chocho who is this very like bjork mitski-esque um, <laughs> pop singer with this like big following and like this huge fan base and it kind of chronicles the lives of these like teens and them getting into like these gains and like the hardships of it. And, like one really cool aspect is the movie is like cut between like blog posts um from like message boards and stuff. And you see the people's like screen names. I think one is like blue. Um but you never know which care which of the main characters is which person on the internet. And there's this like difference between, you know, how these kids project who they are in real life. For a lot of them it's, you know, very shy and reserved one of them, you know, some bad stuff happens, so he ends up being kind of like this gang leader and ends up becoming very violent. Um, and and you see, like, the differences. And then towards the end, when you see, like, who everyone has actually been, it's really kind of heartbreaking. There's, you know, this sequence at the end um, that takes place, you know, outside of a concert um, for Lily Chocho. That's one of the most heartbreaking and, like, brutal things I've ever ever seen it's absolutely fantastic it's like one of the most like sad boy moments in movies and that is my me jokingly putting it that way but it is so fantastic cannot recommend it enough um if you are able to get access to um canopy you can get it for free and not spend three dollars on a blu-ray like i ended up doing stupidly soccer i know <laughs> but absolutely fantastic if you love you know like a sad um kind how of like dare you coming, pay for something i know <laughs> You know, a sad coming-of-age thing with, like, really banner music and imagery. It's fantastic. Um, one of my favorite things ever. But what has become one of, like... I think I've been obsessed with this all year. But a little, a little uh, anime movie called End of Evangelion came on Netflix Yeah, you've this year. discovered Evangelion this year. I've discovered Evangelion, and it's crazy because I love it so much. It is so insanely crazy how... How upset I am. This hasn't been in my life <laughs> until recently. Because it's so my jam. And the film... I've watched I've watched all the films so far. But, you know, obviously the end of Evangelion, which is the movie finale to the C- TV show, is my favorite so far. It is this, like, great... Just crazy animated imagery. 
this like fucked up insanity that what it is it's just so depressing and anxious and beautiful it ends with the most just crazy buck wild thing you've ever seen put on screen i love it so much and i'll never stop talking about this until i get every single person in the world to watch it um obviously if you're not into anime you will hate Evangelion. Carrie, I think you might like Evangelion. I know I would like it a lot. I know George uh, will get into it at some point. His brother and I had a very long discussion <laughs> about Evangelion <laughs> the other night. It was very fun. Um, but Carrie, I think you should try to watch yeah, Evangelion. I, know I'd like it I think you might get into it. Um, but, you know, it just has a crazy history and it's so cool and it's just this amazing yeah. piece of history. It's a very influential thing. Um, isn't it? Yeah. The finale film of the remake trilogy comes out this year 2020 in japan and it is my most hyped thing on the planet right now i'm so incredibly excited for it evangelion fantastic um let's get on to a polar opposite category sure but before that let's take an actual break that was our break category uh let's well let's take a small break and then we'll come back to the most disappointing of 2019 We're back. <laughs> Most disappointing of 2019. This is an airing of grievances. Um, so yeah. At Hollywood. Uh, yeah, fuckers. <laughs> um, so yeah, these are the movies that, in one way or another, individually, uh, some of us have grievances with these movies. We were disappointed with them. We, mm, the expectations were not met. Uh, I think a, a lot of these, the expect, yeah, I think we're 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 pretty keep our expectations pretty well in check. I feel so. Most disappointing. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Midsummer. Pet Cemetery. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It Chapter 2. Spider-Man Far From Home. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Velvet Buzzsaw. Cats. Booksmart. The Lighthouse. High Life. Why is Cats on this list? Whom the fuck had any expectations? I take everything that I said at the top of this back. <laughs> George, what do you mean? It's disappointing how, like, they had so many opportunities to make it good. <laughs> uh, that's totally you know what? You know, here's here's why Cats is the most disappointing. I, I saw it. it. I saw it. I'm disappointed I saw in myself. It. I'm disappointed in myself and what I, I represent. I, I deleted Cats. Okay. Okay, okay good. <laughs> um, Midsummer. Man, okay, I don't even know. Midsummer. it feels unfair that it's kind of on here because, you know, Hereditary is a great movie and, you know, expectations. But I think, I, I don't even hate, I don't know. It's just, even removed from the fact that this is the follow-up to Hereditary, it's just fine. Yeah. It's got cool stuff in it. I just get more and more complacent with Midsummer as time goes on. I just care about it. Actually, that one, I don't even know why I brought it out, because that one might stick around. I don't know. It's an apathetic disappointment. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. We saw that one coming. Yeah. It's bad. There's another cat. It's, That's bad. It's not good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just... I, I, I need to keep this here. I was so... As someone who loved The Last Jedi... 
you know, what what disappoints me with anything is when the sequel comes out and just takes a massive dump load all over that. Yeah. And everything interesting it tried to do, whether that was loved or not loved, is just disappointing. In the in the process of dumping on that thing, it dumped on the entire house and we can't yeah, yeah, sell yeah. it anymore. And it's exactly. just like, the, whole, the value is just gone. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's fucking astounding how bad that movie is. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. We can keep it around, I guess. Scary stories to tell in dark is disappointment. Disappointing. Um, but also, I don't know if at some point we. I don't know. I think we had hope for that movie pretty, pretty steadily. Yeah, I, I really did, and I kind of felt that it wouldn't be much of anything. I, just, I loved the look of the pale lady. Yeah, she looked really good. It looked really awesome. I was like, maybe this movie will do something cool, and it. It, it didn't. And also, don't know what our three are here, so I think we can keep it around. Honestly, Pet Cemetery carries that shit. <sighs> yes, I was disappointed. In Pet I mean, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Not, not Patrick, Patrick Wilson. That would have been amazing. Uh, yeah. It was Jason Clark. Yeah, Jason oh, Clark. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Oh wow, you're totally right. My bad. Jason Clark. Serenity is Jason Clark. He was Patrick Wilson. You're thinking of the other Stephen King adaptation yeah, starring Patrick Wilson. I'm sorry, I am. Uh, no, but yeah, because I love Pet Cemetery, and I thought that it would do, it would be nice to have like a new, updated version of it. But nope. it just it was not good. It was just relentlessly trying to be extreme, and it was stupid. It, was. it changed things that didn't need to be changed. And because I, I feel like that, the one... that's honestly the most disappointing part. They didn't have the little baby boy get run over by the truck. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Because like, you think of like the original Pet Cemetery, and the only thing that really stands out as like bad is like the main actor's performance. Yeah. Like it's rough. It's like. What's going on? Yeah, here? no, he's very monotone. Yeah, but it's not even and like that Jason bad. Clark is, I would Jason say, a better Clark actor. Sucks. I say in general, he's a better actor than whoever that guy was, at least. But he's not good in this. No, he's bad. He doesn't give any kind of performance. And it's, it doesn't feel as tragic. The things that happen in no. this movie, there's yeah, no, no weight to any of it. And the ending fucking that I agree. sucks, dude. Yeah. It's, oh, God. Like, I get that, like, in in a lot of, like, these Hollywood remakes, especially horror movies, they always like to do mostly the same, except for the ending, like, they switch it up a bit, which is totally fine. But, like, it's just objectively worse. It's so in so It feels ways. like a deleted ending that they yeah. ended. <laughs> it feels like this is the ending that we the workshop did not like. Yeah, and we kept it on there. It's like, oh, no, we accidentally released the wrong ending. Uh-oh. Oh, we got to send out a day one patch. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right, so that sticks around, I guess. Yeah, sure. I had no expectations once about time in Hollywood. I was excited because I, like a dumbass fool... <laughs> still enjoy Quentin Tarantino films and I thought because Once Upon or uh, Hateful Eight is my favorite one of his films so I was like that's his newest one maybe the newest newest one is gonna be fucking sure. stellar and it was not yeah someone said it's one of the worst movies they've it's ever very seen bad. <laughs> it's, wow. it's kind of nothing there yeah. um, I don't know how much it hangs in the category I cannot believe the amount man <sighs> I'm not I know people I'm not disappointed in Once Upon a Plywood I knew I'd hate it and I did. Yeah. But this, it is absolutely... So there was that whole thing uh, at Cannes where fucking... Or wherever it was where they first screened it where someone gave that question about Margot Robbie. Right. And now the context is like, yeah, that's maybe... that's a, that's a You're going to get blowback from that question. But dude, 
Margot Robbie in that movie does fucking nothing. No, she just really, absolute waste. She watches a movie. It shows her feet. Yeah, it's terrible. Quentin Tarantino. It's real bad. Some would say it's a nominee for the best movie of 2019. It's pretty crazy. It's real bad. Yeah, right. Fucking Margaret Qualley does a better performance in Death Stranding. <laughs> Shout out to Margaret Qualley's mouth in that game. God damn. Oh yeah. I can cut Once Upon a Time Home just because I knew I'd hate it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh yeah, I understand. And we gotta make some cuts at some point. I would just like to say that we've gone this long in this episode and I haven't gotten to talk about Joker once. Oh wow. That's true. For anything yet, I just want to let everyone know so that they can decide to stop listening. I will be campaigning for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I brought a fucking uh, yeah okay, for your consideration you wanna, envelopes. You add Joker to most supported. Absolutely not. But I just realized if you want to put Joker to best horror in that the society the horror. <laughs> I guess it, it wasn't really up. No, it's, it's not. It doesn't feel. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit any of them. But it feels wrong that I haven't talked about Joker <laughs> as that as that will be my bit going forward. Okay. <laughs> Since Serenity, or no, I'd rather talk about Serenity than <laughs> Joker. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. I'm, I haven't seen Spider Man Far From Home. Neither have I. Yeah. Wow. What did okay. we want? We saw something else instead of it. I, can't... I think we just stayed home. Didn't but no. I... Wow. Good for you. There guys. was something that was playing. I remember. I was like, I haven't seen that. I don't know what it was. But anyways, yeah, Ryan, you saw it. Uh, yeah. This this is my winner, probably. Oh, damn. I would say I was so. The reason why Spider-Man: Fall from Home disappoints me. Um, you know, Marvel they own the Spider-Man. They have the Spider-Man license for now or whatever. It's there's because there's stupid rules. You know, they're able to do more with that character. And it's just the same movie as the last one. And the last one sucked ass. And I don't get why people think it's so good. It's fine. If, it's you, just didn't, if you didn't like the last one, why do you think this one will be yeah, good? Because sure. Tony Stark's dead. Oh, his, his, shadow, his shadow looms very much <laughs> over this and movie. And this whole... Because my problem with Spider-Man Homecoming is the whole movie is like, Tony Stark, what a great guy. I love him. I remember when he was told me that great responsibility means I gotta go. I've needed twenty minutes. Um, he's my, he's the only father figure I've ever had, um, and it's just so it's an awkward relationship that never worked for me. I have no idea why it resonates with so many people, and I felt like now that he's gone, finally. We can have a movie where Spider-Man acts like Spider-Man and does something for himself. But instead in this movie, the villain just hates Tony Stark and Spider-Man just runs into the problem and just decides that he has to deal with it. And it's so frustrating, again, because he's just not able to be himself. He's not able to do anything for himself or learn anything that helps him grow as a character or help him grow in this franchise. So that's why I was so thrilled when for 20 minutes it was turned out that he was going to be cut out of the franchise and make his own Spider-Man spinoffs from there. But no, it's back and Spider-Man 3 is going to be him talking about Tony Stark again. And I hate it. And it sucks because Jake Gyllenhaal gives another killer performance. So I've heard. He's great. He's a great villain. I heard Zendaya is also a lot more in this. Zendaya is a lot more in it. But it's disappointing in that way too because she's just Michelle Jones and they call her MJ they don't make her Mary Jane Watson who's known as you know in the comics as Spider-Man's you know love interest because they're too afraid of making Mary Jane Watson black 
So they just have a character whose name also sounds like that. And that's disappointing because it means that the people who sure. seem to care so much about this don't and are scared to do anything interesting with this character. So they just do the same thing again and again, and I hate that. I deeply am disappointed by this movie. All right. Um, the ending stinger pisses me off um, just because it's it introduces the most boring and uninteresting Spider-Man storyline from the comics where everyone knows who he is. And it makes me really regretting wherever this franchise is going. I hate this movie. It's staying I, on I guess there. so. It's just weird because, again, if you didn't like Homecoming, that this is disappointing to you. Yes, because I like Spider-Man, and a great Spider-Man movie came out recently, and I want to enjoy That's true. these but new these new Spider-Man movies, but I can't, and yeah. I'll will continue to be disappointed by them again and again. Hmm. All right. So yeah, I I want to keep it. All right. I don't know where this list is going though. So I would love to hear you try and tell me why it Chapter Two was disappointing. <laughs> Because it just didn't have the same, for me, the same, like, <sighs> energy that Like I you mentioned, it's not a straight-up horror movie. Ed Chapter 2 is a practice in excess, and I'm not necessarily here for it. I enjoyed it, but also at the same time, it felt like, I don't know. I was just going through a conveyor belt of, like, it bits. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I was like, fucking whatever, I get problem. it. It's, because I enjoyed it as it's well. Not top three, because I knew that there's the the second half of it, the book, is not the best part of the book. Um, so I don't know. For me, it's not to, it's not top three, but for me, it's just like it it does more Stephen King weirdness, and I like that. But it felt like it started like just shoving stuff in from the book that was like controversial or weird for the sake of it, even though it didn't really like jive with the story that they were making. Um, and that's just, it, it just disappoints me in that way. I felt like they could have made, like, a cleaner, like, more cut, interesting film, and they just ended up not doing that. They just went with more of, like, let's just add more and, like, think that's better, but it ended up just not doing that for me, which is why it disappointed me. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel pretty indifferent about it. Uh, I like the, I thought the actors did a, well, I didn't like, what's your fucking... Jessica, Jessica Chastain. She's fine. She's just a Jessica Chastain character. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Bill Hader's fantastic. So what I'm he hearing is. is It Chapter 2 does not deserve to be on this list. I don't know about that. Uh, the record is... <laughs> the record is definitely on there, but uh, it's not top three. I will cut It Chapter 2. Thank I will do that for you. Did you guys have... Is it Jake Gyllenhaal that y'all had anticipation for Velvet Buzzsaw? Ooh, yeah. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal and the same director as Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. I remember people wanting this movie to be good. Oh, fuck. That's pretty disappointing now. I'm disappointed now. (laughs) Yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw was not good. Oh, that's a bummer. Nightcrawler's a great movie. It has moments. It has moments. Like, the very, very end with the tattoo, I loved Mm -hmm. that. But and I like the Tony Collette stuff, but it's not good. But I don't yeah. know. It, it, it really. I I completely forgot that it was the guy who made the <laughs> what is it? Nightcrawler. Night yeah. Forgot. Nightcrawler. I haven't seen that since a long time. I should watch that. Yeah, I should watch that. Too. 
All right, let's let's do the George airing of grievances. I I wish I liked Booksmart more, man, but I can't. I I think it. I think the act, the lead actors are fan fucking tastic, and that scene where they have the fight at the party, wonderful, fucking great, so good, fantastic. But none of the antics they got up to. I don't know. It just felt it. It didn't feel exceptional to me in terms of that kind of party movie to me, and I don't know what it. I like. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like super bad to me, and I was just like, "Super bad's okay." I like this more than super bad, but it's not doing much for me. Um, and so for me, Booksmart's just like it's fine. It's just not exceptional to me, and it's disappointing to me because I wanted it to be dis- for me personally. And this is not going to be on the top three at all, like because it's just this is just personal errand of grievances. <laughs> Booksmart did not. I don't love Booksmart. It's a great movie, but I don't know. Uh, I don't. The Lighthouse, I don't know, man. Maybe What if Lighthouse also won? The this? one that's not a bad idea. No, 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 no. I I'm sorry, I'm put I'm I'm now like thinking maybe because I didn't have my glasses. Maybe that's why it was ruined for me. Maybe that's it. I don't want it to, to make us I don't want it to be us making No, you this is this is the thing that's been in my mind. This has been the thing in the back of my mind forever. Because I was again, I just saw the whole thing blurry and I just saw people yelling and doing bits the whole time. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, so I was never sucked into it because I was always like, I can't fucking see well. So maybe if I rewatched it and that's why I wanted to, but I didn't get around to it. George, anytime. That I'd like it. But, um, yeah. And, and I, in my, and I'm not spiteful against it. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think I, I'd watch it like, no, that movie still sucks. Like, and I don't think it sucks either. I, I there are parts I liked it about it, but I think if I was sucked into it and if I was actually in it, I would have actually liked and engaged with it. But, yeah. Highlight fucking... I can't stand this movie, man. It fucking it sucks. It's miserable. They did Andre 3000 so bad in it. He just fucking disappears and goes back to his home planet. God damn it. Ugh. But you guys did bring up that one scene where she goes into that star. That was pretty fucking cool. Anyways, we can cut those three movies now. That was my Aryan grievance. I will gladly do that for you, George. Should we talk about Fuck off! That movie's great! Who put that on here? That's yeah, what I want to know. That was That's my It Chapter 2. That movie's okay. great! That is top about, uh, bird and about, book smart. <laughs> what about what about the guy who uh the really funny guy? Oh god. The really uh, the guy who's guy. in the uh, the guy oh I thought you were talking about the guy who's in the Alamo commercials for where he's the baseball. Because he's the lead actor in Godzilla. The one like choir oh song. <laughs> he's the lead guy in that. Uh, no, the, the guy who's the the the, the guy from Cabin in the, the Woods. Guy. Yes. Yes, because I saw Cabin in the Woods recently. Yeah. Holds up. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, yeah, I'm so I happy. Watched, <laughs> uh, I watched it right after watching uh, Ready or Not. <laughs> Those oh. two movies work really well together. Um, Godzilla's. I like Godzilla a lot. Okay. It is not one of the most disappointing movies. I, I, I Ryan, what are your grievances? I was disappointed with you know the human characters they just did not do anything and a human character human characters in second time i watched it it seemed a lot dumber the second i will admit that the second time i felt a lot stupider the human characters in these movies are really what like grounds you to the world otherwise you're just watching monsters fight and it felt like at this point like i might as well just been watching monsters fight just because i didn't care for any of them a lot of them were stupid especially you know that old white guy um ass jokes it was just so frustrating to me a lot of times. Let me tell you about most Godzilla movies. They're bad. Yeah. yeah. 
What about uh, what about how they killed uh, what's Vera Farmiga? No, not Vera Farmiga. Uh, did she die in that movie? She did die. In that oh movie. no! Uh, how they killed Sally oh, Hawkins? Oh yeah, Hawks Sally Hawkins. They did kill her. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I didn't really like it. I like Godzilla fine. a lot. I thought it would be a lot better than it was. I don't know why. I thought it just was like, I was oh, yeah, letting it myself. Was, it was the director of Trick or Treat. Yes, and Krampus. Oh, that's right! And honestly, oh, God, it's yeah. not that. It's not like Trick or Treat or Krampus no. are like yeah. works of art. I love them. But they're fun. And like this didn't have as much I think this movie's fun, fun as fuck. That's fair. Uh, um, Get this Godzilla movie off my dang list. Oh, I already did. Nice. Hmm. All right. I, I'm wanting, so right now we're at Rise of Skywalker, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Midsummer, Pet Sematary, and Far From Home. Um, I would want to cut Scary Stories because I kind of knew I wouldn't be into that. But I was more disappointed, genuinely disappointed with that than Rise of Skywalker. Really? I had no, everything looked like it was going to be a disaster. I would honestly agree with Everything, that. Yeah, no. everything <laughs> looked like it was going to be a train wreck. I was not invested in Star Wars at all. So, I mean, I, I'm i disappointed by Star Wars because, I don't know, I guess... I spent just, time watching I spent, it? I don't know. I, it, just the the amount of we don't care that, yeah. that it exudes, that's a yeah. little disappointing. That's a little disheartening more than anything. Sure, but, right? But it's like, I don't, I don't care. I just, I still don't want to cut just yet. I, I feel like I was disappointed in Midsummer, but I was not... I was not as disappointed in Midsummer as I was. I think Midsummer's on this list. Really? I think it's on this list. I, what about Pet Cemetery? I, I, I don't. I, I, I Carrie's one out of the expectations, so. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fair. But, like, I hated that movie a lot. But <laughs> it's fair to cut it. It's fine. I'll talk about it later. But, damn. Pet Cemetery. What happened? But also, yeah, I don't I, buy I, Spider-Man, I but... Lot, yeah, I would cut Spider-Man, too, because I didn't see it. But, uh, but uh, I would say I'm definitely a lot more disappointed in Midsummer. I think Midsummer wins this category. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I think about it that way, it, it's not, I don't think Midsummer's going anywhere. No. I will say Spider-Man Far From Home probably my most disappointing. Somehow, I don't Yeah, know somehow, I don't get way, it. But, you know, in this room, I, think this, I will cut it. Yeah, you would cut that before you would cut Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I really? Think, I think just because Rise of Skywalker was like this ending, and it's such a... It's very... It's a real fucking farce of an ending. It's yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. It's such a like... The we, and all the fucking tweets of people being like, it is, wow, what a finale. It is it's not like, only the finale. Shit. It's to... like they dropped every single ball they yeah. had. They've been collecting balls... For forty plus years, and they tr- and they trip yes. down a flight of stairs, <laughs> and I even can cons- a spiral staircase. Like no, my balls! <laughs> I didn't even consider that. I can't even consider the Skywalker saga because it's so like, it's just so. Well, these movies, they, I don't. It know. doesn't feel real. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like an actual film that I saw. It doesn't. No, Carrie, it doesn't. the 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 image that you sent me of. Uh, Scarlett Johansson screaming, I can't believe I have to know you forever with sitting at a poster of Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is the biggest mood I've felt all year. Honestly, yeah. I can't believe I, can't I believe have to I can't. know this that... film until the day I die. 
And I don't even like Star Wars. But also, it's easy for me to ignore. Like, for me, it ends at Last yeah. Jedi. It ended uh, there. It did. That's the best Star Wars movie. Because it's just like, they just, from the get-go of that movie, it's like, you have no respect, and you have no idea of what the fuck you're doing, so why should I even consider the you... The dead speak! Why should I even consider you existing? <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. But okay, if, if, if we want to keep it that the culmination of Star Wars ends with Rise of Skywalker... Sure. That's pretty disappointing. I'll be honest. It's worse than Solo. Yeah. That yeah. says something, I think. Yeah. I don't know what it says, but it's something. It's something. Um, Midsummer wins this, I think. Yes. Midsummer okay. wins this. Midsummer is the most disappointing movie of 2019, followed by Star Wars Rise of Skywalker <laughs> and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, the best moment of 2019 was every time we recorded this podcast. Am oh, I right, yeah. folks? Woo! Move it on. goes to us. All right. Uh, no. Best moment 2019. I feel like this is a pretty self-explanatory category. Uh, it was the best, you know, moment in a motion picture in 2019. Um, so I'm gonna read these Did here. we go too far on this? Probably not. I mean, a lot of it's yeah, gonna get true. cut. This may be a lot, we, th- we, this may be a very long category, because we just have to kind of give recognition. Um, so, okay. The opening moments of Her Smell, from Her Smell. The final bet from Uncut Gems. The fight outside the club, Uncut Gems. The auction, Uncut Gems. The parks The parks go on a camping trip, Parasite. Peach poisoning, Parasite. Joker stairs, Joker. The cliff scene, aka I don't think this is going to be a normal vacation moment from Midsummer. The end reveal from us. Pas de deux uh, from us. Uh, the end credits in Crawl. <laughs> Donut hole. Knives out. <laughs> Who done it? Knives out. Jennifer Lopez's dance from Hustlers. Usher comes into the club from Hustlers. That part where the Godzilla music kicks in and Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters. Uh, I like the end fight in Godzilla. Fuck y'all, you haters. I don't know who wrote that. Uh, <laughs> I know who wrote that. <laughs> Jack and Danny at the bar from Dr. Sleep. Angel of the Morning, It Chapter 2. I don't remember this. What? Maybe I fell asleep asleep for this, right? Yeah. Uh, Feely Mealy payoff, Annabelle Comes Home. You're falling to me lobster, ain't ye? The Lighthouse. (laughs) Big Robert Scream. (laughs) From The Lighthouse. (laughs) Mads Teaching Children from Polar. Remember Polar? Uh, I just remembered us having that. Go ahead, sorry. uh, Songwriter scene from Under the Silver Lake. I wish you were dead. Marriage story. Is that Cardi B? Book smart. <laughs> a special order belts. Art of self defense. And you know what scene from High Life. Uh, right off the bat, we can uh, kick off the Godzilla moment. That was a great moment, but I know people aren't that high on Godzilla. So I'll just... that that song is really fucking good, though. Bear McCreary, I love the music. Bear McCreary kills it again. He's a cool dude. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I don't love that God of War soundtrack he did. That's oh, all I gotta say. I don't I've like that, that. I don't like that game that much. Heard though. the 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 Ten Cloverfield Lane soundtrack and the Colossal soundtrack. There you go. Uh, Polar. Tell me about it. I remember which one this is. But so you, you I remember because I remember be when we talked about this movie, we were like, "This is gonna be the best <laughs> moment," and I, we called it out, and I wanted to bring it back and okay. see how we're feeling about it now. Because if you remember, this was the scene. Where he had just told Vanessa Hudgens that he's a world traveler and he like goes to other countries to bring people back home because he's in the funeral business, but he's actually like an assassin. And she's like, you should come talk to the children at the school. 
Because he's you've like, traveled so much, and he's like, I don't uh, think so. All okay. Right. <laughs> and then it's just Matt, Matt Mickelson teaching children how to use a knife and gun people properly, and it's really funny. And it makes me laugh, because I'm in love with Matt Mickelson. Sue me. It's a very funny scene. That's why we're keeping on the list for now. Forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So we brought it up. Can you tell me, I don't remember this Angel of the Morning moment from It Chapter 2. Okay, let me paint you a picture. Oh, oh God. One. This is my favorite moment. I know. Spoiler alert. I know. <laughs> From when Eddie goes into the basement of the pharmacy and then the leper starts attacking oh, him and then it pukes on him wow, and it starts playing an angel in the morning for like four seconds for no reason at all. That was that was one of the most like this movie has one of the most bizarre <laughs> like musical like cues I've ever seen. Like, I've so seen funny. I saw so many people on the internet mention that. It was so And it's crazy. Funny. It was. People hated that, though. What? No. Stupid. I Don't know. hate it. Dumb. It's uh, so funny. It's just the most fucking why did you do that? And it makes me laugh uncontrollably every time I see it. I forgot that song played during that moment. It's so fucking funny. I remember laughing, but I forgot that Oh, part. my God. Um, all right, well, now I remember what that in, was. In every single one of the, like, eight times I've watched that movie, I just die laughing. The end credits in Crawl is yes. probably the, the, the best, best thing moment. about that movie. Yeah, and definitely. honestly... See you later, Alligator. It's very good. Well, just good hard cut credits to that song. <laughs> it's very good, but uh, we can cut it yeah. now. Unfortunately. Um, Joker stairs are not... Nah. <laughs> What's up? I, I thought it was a good moment, and then it became yeah. A meme. <laughs> and and apparently also now bothering people who live in that area yeah. of well. No, yeah. Okay, so here's the problem. So here's my problem with that. Well, I, oh. that was a bad part of Brooklyn. Yeah, that was a part where you'd get fucking stabbed. And guess yeah. what? It, it like fucking anything in fucking any city or whatever the hell as soon as fucking dumbass clown ass white people decide <laughs> to fucking act a fool then when there's money around then it's fucking fine i don't know fuck that fuck that god damn it so we're keeping it on the- no it's I gone it already, it's already gone what the fuck um i don't think this moment's gonna like last very long but i don't what- think i know what scene <laughs> which scene are you talking about um, in my life Oh no! I was going to talk about the 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 artist self defense. Oh, sorry. Oh, you highlighted um, the wrong. Thing. I did. I'm you sorry. Oh, the belt. The, the special order belt scene in the artist self defense is fan one of, of that the moment. funniest so jokes funny. I've heard like ever. I love it so much. <laughs> Just like the delivery of it, of like, and I hadn't special ordered this belt for you, and it's like, oh my belt. god, this is incredible. And then like, it calls back to it later. It's like, now when I'm out in public and feeling secure, I can look down at my brown belt. <laughs> No. And it fills me with confidence. <laughs> or when uh, when they're outside the bar and Jesse Eisenberg has his yellow one and he's like, oh, I see you're wearing your yellow belt for stripe. He lifts up his shirt and he's got his black one on. He's like, so am I. <laughs> it's such a good joke. I generally believe that this movie was built around that joke and I'm so happy about it. It's such a good movie. Um, you know what scene from High Life. Uh, this is when... Um, yeah, there's a lot of scenes in High Life. Um, I feel like the scene from High Life is... Um, What's her name again? Juliette Binoche. Juliette Binoche um, goes on like her Perfect, yeah. her uh, <laughs> her uh, cream spree. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Where she um, okay, yeah. um the the egg race scene uh, where she's yeah, walking well, down the she, hallway trying not to drop drop. Yeah, the, she's she's like spooning spooning a cup of our pet's jism and very delicately Who among walking. us can say that they haven't done that? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. It is. 
I feel one of the most iconic moments of the movie because it is upsetting in like a in a, this weird way of like I've never thought about doing that doing that or that I'd ever see this. Did the rape scene follow that scene? It me- came directly before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that there was like a spree of that. Because like Mia Goth got assaulted, and then she. Um, you know, molested our pads in his sleep. Fucking sucks. It's, it's, it's not bad. good. It's, it's not good. Bad. And she, you know, basically uh, does the same thing to our pads, and then she injects his jism into me goth, which I would also consider another sexual assault. So like, there's this three in a row in that movie. So you know, I totally understand why people are not a fan of that film. Um, but you know, it's it's being cut. I just think that scene's funny out of context. In context, and to explain it, it's like, oh, it's gross. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a little unfair, maybe, to put the and it's it's un it's it's unfair because it's such a long moment, but it's also unfair to her smell as a movie that is made of like seven scenes. Right. Uh, I think the opening of her smell is fantastic. It's so tense. Good. It is shot so well. It is until uncut gems. It was the most anxiety I've had watching a movie. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Do you, I don't know if it's top three. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the I don't even know what's top were. three here, honestly. It's, uh, it's when she comes backstage and, uh, cause they like, they're, they're performing and then she comes backstage yeah. and everything's hectic yeah. and everyone's like it's asking like, her questions. They're like, hand her her It's a significant like, amount of the movie. It's like, yeah, a, not, it's like a third of it, maybe. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, that movie is just like four, four scenes. Four scenes. Yeah. So. When you say the opening moments, I just think of that whole sequence. It's pretty much. That's why I'm saying not really one initial. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a little unfair. Yeah, Uh, but it's unfair on both accounts. It's unfair because it's so long compared to all these other moments. But it's unfair to her smell because it is a movie made of long (laughs) scenes. So um, building tension. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we can let it go. I don't know. Yeah, I think we can let it go. That Jennifer Lopez dance is incredible. It's pretty It's fucking good. fantastic. It's <laughs> really good. I feel bad that I'm even calling it out to cut it now. Ooh. But I guess... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? You have two Hustler moments. Yeah, if I was to cut any of them right now, I think the Usher comes... Usher, bitch! Uh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, so my God. Usher, bitch. I forgot how good Love in This Club as a song it is. <laughs> The way they use that, like, like they, it's a romanticized, yeah. like, top of the... It is so goddamn good. That movie's so Oh, awesome. it's so good. Um, for the folks, I guess, yeah, for some folks who don't... I should probably explain some of these moments since maybe not everyone saw these movies. I didn't see that. But yeah, this like is, Ryan. Yeah. So this is, like, sort of a... So I just hate women, you know. That's yeah. Why. So this is the part, like, at the peak of everything is good. Well, one of the this peaks. This is, like... She said it was, like, the last time that she remembered everyone being super yeah. happy so in the club. And if you don't... super successful. Yeah, so this movie's about, about the, the strippers <laughs> who... Uh, I forget. It was New York, I believe. Yeah. I think it was New York. Okay. Uh, this specific club... Uh, and after what happened after the financial crisis with sort of the stripper business and how they had to like sort of like drug clients in to sort of continue to make a living. Um, and this was like the day before the crash pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and the day that day Usher came in and it's just like all the girls dancing there and it's Usher. And it's really like slow motion. It's like romantic and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's got like, yeah, it, it's, it's a fantastic moment, but uh, we can, it's not going to. I think the Jennifer Lo- the Jennifer Lopez dance is also going to get cut eventually, but I'd rather cut this first, I you guess. Get us out of here first. Okay, I will do that for you. Um, 
But uh, mm. yeah. And, and and for folks who don't haven't seen Hustlers, this is just like an opening section of the movie where um, uh, is it Constance Wu? Is that her yeah. name? Uh, so yeah, it's sort of like um, uh, someone who like doesn't know what they're doing. And then they find their sort of I don't know teacher mentor, mentor is like I'm gonna teach you the ropes, kid. Yeah, this uh, is like estab- This scene like establishes Jennifer Jennifer Lopez's like prowess yes. as a dancer. There's like holy shit. Yeah. It's like you like you're amazing. And then she takes her under her wing. Uh and yeah, it's like a dance where she dances like Fiona Apple's a uh, criminal. And it is fucking incredible. It is fantastic. It is really, really good. Alright, so we for you know spoilers, but we chose Midsummer as most disappointing. But we also have a midsummer moment. It's on a this list. it's a fantastic moment. The I almost put scene. the pie scene for the as well in midsummer cuz I just thought oh, that was that that is a fun scene. That was a fun scene, but we didn't put the fucking at bear? the beginning, not the bear. The fucking uh, oh. phone, the phone call at the beginning. Oh, I think yeah. that's my favorite part for midsummer. I didn't think to put a midsummer scene on here. So yeah. I, didn't like it that I think much. I just but saw a picture of that is... rock and that's yeah. why I put that on here. <laughs> uh Yeah, we can talk about this moment and then maybe add the opening of midsummer. Yeah. Uh well, I don't even know if it's going to make it. Maybe, I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe. Yeah. well, because like that's the part of Midsummer that I like. That's the most, that's the most like hereditary. Oh, we're in for some shit. It's like yeah. it's like if Hereditary had the fucking decapitation right at the fucking beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately for Midsummer, for us, I think it kind of went a little yeah downhill. Yeah, that that's kind of why I feel like because it doesn't really top like some of its moments. No. Like, it, ha- it has some fun moments, but, like, nothing really happens between them that, I that, do like, really like this moment that we are, that we had on the, the list. Cliff the scene. cliff with the, I just like the, the, some of the prosthetics work where the oh. face just looks like tissue paper that just oh, well, yeah. flaps back yeah. in the wind. That's fantastic, but. That's and, and the way, like, it's shot, gross. the way it's shot, the way it's paced, the way how they realize being far away for removed from the the thing that's happening not playing any music just makes it feel mm-hmm. so surreal and unbelievable yeah. that this just it's happened a, and then you are and moment. then it goes straight no this fucking happened boom, explosion um it's yes. fucking fantastic moment uh again i wish i liked that more yeah i do too i feel it's really, a real bummer i'm real sad that i didn't like me because again more. like the stuff that's so good is like oh it's fantastic. Because I see people loving it, and I'm like, I see. Why I you wish love I could it. join you. I, I wish I could join you. I'm I sorry. Could... Yeah, and I don't know. It kind of... No, I think Hereditary blew up. Like it just, it just became like a thing. Yeah. Because I think it's because I'm not part of the Midsummer fan club that when I see uh, so much stuff about, it, it's like, oh man, everyone's having so much fun without me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I guess that. Uh, are we spiritually adding that spiritually, opening and then removing yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That scene is so good. The fuck it, just specifically when he picks up the phone after she had called already, and then he picks up the phone again, and she's it's just fucking already brutal, screaming. man. I like my blood. Uh, people say this all the time, but it's like my blood ran cold. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's, it's it's a thing. It is a thing. What um, is the pause they do? That's the the, the, dance. the dance at the end of. Ah. That's French for the dance of two. Oh, wow. That's just what the song I'm, is called on the soundtrack, so that's what I oh, named the moment. So of our of read, our two us moments, what is what is the superior? I'm gonna spiritually feeling? also add the first time once they like, oh, they're us. I really yeah, like that confrontation good. moment, but yeah, 
Um, I would say Pod the Doof for me. I think it's better than the end reveal. The end reveal, I like how ambitious and wild it is. Yeah. But I get it's got some holes in it. But I yeah. let I I let myself be taken away from it. Well, yeah. I, I just also like. I think you guys said this too. I just also guessed that immediately yeah. in the movie, and I was like, oh, they wouldn't do that. And then there's like points where it's like, oh yeah, no, that's not what it is. And then they're like, no, it is what it is. And I was like, huh? okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um. So I it's think a cool moment visually and everything, just, but yeah, it, it goes into like because I'm also kind of disappointed by that movie. Not as much, not as enough to numb it for most disappointing. No, but it just didn't do enough for me. I and love that. the ending, I like us. I like us a lot. And the ending didn't do much for me. Either. I think it's my sensibility of liking weird shit. I like you know us what? so much. I think I hated the ending. Actually, I thought that reveal was the dumb. ending is not great. The end, no. the, the end, and reveal the end, end. Like I like the stuff with the bunny rabbits, everything. Then, yes. but like the thing after the that, very the big, last yeah, big like who? Yeah, it's like the, what now? That's like come on. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty silly. No, but Padedu is so fucking that was good. A cool like, scene. are you? I went to see that movie like two or three more times just so I could keep watching that scene. The music, the way that she's just literally like, "Let's dance" before, and it's like a fucking hero villain ass showdown. It's so fucking good, and they're just dancing, cutting between them fighting and her dancing ballet. Holy shit! That scene—that's like the scene from that movie for me. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I feel like we should start cutting movies that we have multiple scenes of, at least deciding which ones okay. that we uh, think is best. Yes. So that unfortunately means that we have to talk about three moments of Uncut Gems. It's... And the side which is... I, I think it's the I final could bet. Add, I could add more. No, I know you I guys think, could. I think that final bet is my favorite of final bet, fight outside the club, and the auction. What was I, the one you would... What was another one you would have added? Uh, I would add. Say, I would personally say the seed where uh, she shows at Howie that she has a tattoo of him. On oh, her. it's, it's just like, so good. That whole moment is good. It's so fucked that, up. That, that would be my favorite. That's so good. Do yeah. not let him in. Don't. <laughs> that whole moment again. That, so good. that moment where he just finally breaks. It was. It feels cathartic <laughs> on the on the half of the viewer also. Yeah. It's like. Dude, this. Thank you. I can't. This is a <laughs> I lot. Can't I can't. This is a lot. I think. I think if I were to add another Unc Gems moment, would be when Adina Menzel just laughs in his face oh. and tells him that he's the most annoying person she knows, <laughs> <laughs> that he's got a stupid face. <laughs> Come on, give it give a me shot. A shot. Um, I love how fucking. Uh, I wish I loved that movie. More. I love how <laughs> sleazy, shitty New York the fight outside the club is. It's just so those as two characters who are just the most New York ass motherfucking yeah. characters, and just like how stupid that scene ends with her fucking walking out pouty, and she just like has a shitty comeback to the yeah, lady. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> Not much. Oh yeah, that's why you're outside in the cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's fucking great. I love it so much. It's so good. Um, so, so you guys, as as the uncut fan club, uh, what I think you- it's the final bet. Final the final. Bet. It's Absolutely. everything. Like it is just such a fucking. I know you really did not probably like that scene. That's what. Oh, well, I just like it because it was there's so much basketball involved. It's like, ah, oh, come on. But like everything from like not a, like the be- the whole like oh my god are they guys gonna do it are they gonna make it and then the end where he just. Like so good. It's like the kind of like the perfect catharsis of it all. Yeah. Honestly, it's like fucking. Not even. That's like 
as a viewer, not often does my jaw hit the floor. My jaw hit the floor when that happened. When when you know when he yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but you're so wrapped up on the rules of I guess like oh, he's not you were gonna... like this is it? this is how he's gonna won. win they, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then oh yeah. he lost oh yeah. <laughs> all um, right parasite. We have the parks go on a camping trip and peach poison. I think it, the parks go on it. I forget what she says when she comes back. The the ta- the caretaker who got fired. She's like, I left my, what was it? I don't remember. Um, But I don't remember what it was. But Just that whole That whole reveal. thing is fucking. Yeah. Holy shit. I really like the peach I, poisoning sequence. Really? It's that's good too. It's really solid. His, the dad's fucking face when he holds up the napkin with He's the taco like, sauce on it, like, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> just like the cutting of it. Them like rehearsing, like Parasite the scene, so the scenes, and then like cutting to like the actual thing. It's like, no, 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 dad, do it like this. Do this. Oh, and then it just cuts to him doing that. That oh. is really yeah. Fantastic. I think it's, it's really. I think good. the park's going to them camping. just them just like. Slightly like dabbing like that lady with you know the yeah. peach fuzz. It's a good like heist scene it's, moment yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but what they're stealing is some woman's yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I, I think for me, it's not even an, a competition for me personally. I think that scene works well because of not only the thing when the movie switches tonally, but I think the scene when they are just like hanging out and yeah. living there. Like that moment is pretty profound, I think, in itself. Giving like the whole like, what the whole movie is a commentary on class and having this moment where they can just be fucking happy and just like pretend, which is like, as when I was when I, as someone who like again grew up poor and when I went to my like moderate middle class friend's house and stood the night over and was just it might as well have been a palace for me when I was a young child. Uh, I got that feeling, like of like having something that you know you'll never fucking get. Uh, and it's I thought that moment was pretty profound. And then the switch happens, and that's pretty wild in itself. And I was like, I can't believe this movie's going where it's going. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm thrilled, but wow. Oh, and not only that, but then that is followed by the storm part. That's yes. followed by where shit literally hits the fan. Yeah. And it's just pretty fucking devastating. And not only that, but it's like the most harsh jump down to fucking reality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that moment is fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. to me. I, I love both moments, but, you know, if you guys say that, then I'll go for that. Um, All right. What else do we have? Uh, knives Out. Donut Hole and Who Done I love the Donut Hole, but I is Who Done It the end? Like... Like, I didn't who, put that. I assume. I assume it was like the the final. That might have been final, what I. I think I might have put the it. Final out. speech, like the the Tim Curry ass. I think here's yeah. how it was done. Yeah. Donut the, hole is my favorite part of Knives Out. To be fair, <laughs> Donut hole is also part of the Who Done It. See, yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. we can combine. We can combine. I know. Yeah. yeah the do- donut, donut hole slash into Donut hole slash Who Done It. <laughs> who Donut It. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Ooh, donut it. <laughs> there we go. I fixed it in the. We use Excel on this podcast. Because for some reason, like, um, there was a part of me that I genuinely bought that it was going to have a not swervy ending for some gosh darn mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And so once Did we got to that part, I was fully, I was fully convinced that 
this is how it's gonna go down yeah Yeah, and then when it did i was so overjoyed (laughs) (laughs) um all right uh, the Lighthouse. You're fond of Meow Lobster, ain't you? Or the Big Robert Scram. I put, love the Big Robert Scream. I put scream. the Big Robert Scream because that is my favorite moment of that entire movie. Just it's so good. The, I think you said you were asleep during this part when <laughs> uh, when he goes up into the lighthouse, up into the top part, yeah, and he's like, like he like drank the fuel. And he opens the well, the, the thing opens itself, honestly, yeah. to him. And he like reaches his hand in and touches it, and uh, he just starts like screaming. But the audio gets all dubbed down in a weird way. And you, the first time I watched it, I remember I had this moment with it because you just hear this like mur- like this low thrum of like, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you realize it's him screaming, but yeah. they like made the audio like really crunchy. It's and like he's like destroying the microphone. It's so. It's great. Good. I and love his it. face, like, it starts out, he has, like, it looks like he has blood all over his face. His face is, like, black, covered in dark liquid. And then it just slowly gets washed out as he gets, mm-hmm. gets uh, like, like, enveloped in the light as he's, like, being burnt alive by this thing. And he's just, sc- and he's screaming his fucking lungs out. And it just sounds all garbled and gross. And it's like, holy fuck, dude. That's my favorite part of that whole movie. I have the movie on my phone. This. We're gonna pull up that scene and I'm gonna show it to you when we're done recording. I, it's so fucking I also good. have the movie on we my phone. We will both pull it up <laughs> and show it to you in surround Ooh. sound. Because holy fuck. It's really great. I don't think that movie should be ever experienced in anything but mono sound, though. Isn't that isn't it recorded mono sound? I think so. I yeah. just don't know what mono sound is. Yeah, mono I've, heard you, I've heard you mention that. Mono, times. mono sound is like it, it, audio is like you're recording like the right, left, the left and right, or the left and right. But mono is it's like all one there's, there's one, there's mm. one mic, there's one. Um, I guess uh, listening. So in, in, in terms of that scene, it makes sense because so there's no like there's no like that. with the right and left there's like dimensions to it. Yes. Like you can like move the out around with that. It's just like one solid sound and it can okay. be very clippy no, yeah, a lot of times. I mean, it makes sense with the rest of the movie being yeah. black and white and being yeah. in the shitty four by three. That's that scene is just so. Funny. It is great, uh, but but the lobster your lobster scene is so iconic. <laughs> it is, and it highlights one of the things in, this, in that movie that I love the most is the monologues when like God. they've reached the ends. One of the eight times they've like reached the ends of with each other, yeah. Where they're just yelling. It's like the lobster one, and they're like, "I'm so sick of your goddamn thoughts. Your goddamn thoughts." I was gonna shout out just Robert Pattinson's accent in this movie because it's so fucking good. It's I love so the way great. he says "goddamn lighthouse keeper." He's like, "You think you're all high and mighty, you goddamn lighthouse keeper?" <laughs> so good. <laughs> Ain't no captain of your ship, and you never was. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the Will Defoe like Neptunian like yeah. sea curse. Hark. Oh, fucking robbed, robbed. I'm so pissed. I am pissed. Like Rob, Rob, Robert also deserved a nomination, but I oh, feel come on. But come on, you nominated him for fucking At Eternity's Gate. No one fucking watched yeah, that yeah. except me, <laughs> and it was great. He should have won, but. Still. <laughs> hey, we got best cinematography, so <laughs> that's that's something. 
But yeah, I I am personally thinking, is it the scream. I'm thinking scream right now. That's so Carrie has sold me because I love that moment right? so much as well. But the lobster moment is the most quotable moment. It is. It is. You can't really <laughs> quote a garbled like chipping no. like audio disrupting just... scream. Oh. I think I think if I show you that scene and if you like it as much as Ryan and I like it, then you'll be like, okay, I think the lighthouse did deserve to win the awards that it has won so far. <laughs> it's, it's similar. I've seen. Like shown similar to the end part of the witch where she's like laughing, as well. I can see that, yeah. Although it's a different kind of laugh, <laughs> different <laughs> <Yeah>. vibes, <laughs> different vibes, you know. But yeah, uh, is that all the ones we have two of? Right? That is all the ones yeah. we have two of. Yeah. So let's see what the list is now. We have the final bet, uncut gems, the parks go on a camping trip, parasite, pas de do uh, from us, who done it, and knives out, who donut it, uh, knives out. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Dance and Hustlers, Jack and Danny at the Bar, Doctor Sleep, uh, Angel of the Morning in Chapter Two, Feely Mealy Payoff, and Annabelle Comes Home, Big Robert Scream from The Lighthouse, Mads Teaching Children in Polar, uh, Songwriter Scene under the Silver Lake, uh, I Wish You Were Dead from Marriage Story, Is That Cardi B? Uh, with the discussions we've had now, I feel comfortable taking off a uh, Hustlers Dance Scene. Uh, with Jennifer Lopez, it's a fantastic moment. It's real good. It's real good, but we can cut it now. Um, Which one should we move on to? Now? I think. Um, I, I don't think Cardi B is going to make it. <laughs> I don't remember so this good. moment. It's it's when they're in the when they're in their teacher the principal's yeah uh, cab Lyft driver and they're they're watching. Porn. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because <laughs> like, oh, you're listening to music. I can plug it in up here. They're like, no 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 no. <laughs> And then they're all that panicking. Was a, that was a good moment. <laughs> he's just, just, like, is that Cardi B? It's a really good moment. That's really good. Oh, I didn't put the fucking we can spiritually add and remove the part where I had never felt more seen. Book smart when the pizza guy was like, two half sausage and half cheese pizzas is just one sausage and one cheese pizza. I think that's the biggest rise any film has gotten out of me in 2019. So I'm just like, yes! yes! <laughs> Carrie, when, when we were driving home, you went off about that scene like most of the ride home and gave several personal examples. It's so annoying! I well, can imagine. I... I one t- uh, pizza story one t- one time a lady ordered that and I was like well uh, if you want it might be easier I can do one cheese and one sausage I don't remember exactly what she got but I could do one cheese and one sausage pizza and it would have been cheaper it would have been cheaper I was trying to help this woman and she's like um no they're going to different places actually and I was like all right I'm never I'm all never right doing that again all right Karen <laughs> shut up <laughs> I was trying to help, but whatever, bitch. But yeah, no, the pizza scene mm-hmm. was very important to me. Uh, maybe Big Smart, Good Smart is a good movie. I oh, forget. Big Smart? Well, I should rewatch. There's a lot of movies George needs to rewatch. Um, maybe he'll like them more. Book Smart is Book Smart's on Hulu, so it's mm. easily watchable if you have Hulu. And Ryan has the Blu-ray. I also have the Blu-ray and it on digital. I have the. the I think I. I think I bought it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's say. Let's say you did. Does can we take off man's teach children yes. now? Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I guess mean, I guess it's a, it's I a wish, podcast for liars. I, I wish Mass was in some. He was in that and uh, Arctic last Death year. Death Stranding. Well, and de- we'll talk about that in a later category, perhaps. I'm like a but, cliff, uh, an obstacle. No, but yeah, but he he didn't have a lot of stuff, so I just wanted to shout out Mass Mickelson because, like I've said several times, I am in love with that man. Um. 
Feely Mealy. He's a little too handsome. I'll give you that. He's pretty damn. He's pretty, pretty good. Damn handsome. Feely Mealy payoff is great. Oh, so uh, because good. it is. It's just I don't know. There's just so many. I think this was the movie where they had the time and the concept to hang out in the Warrens' home and just fuck around with all this stuff. Uh, and I don't think they fully lived up to that potential, no. but the Feely Mealy thing was the most. I hate that you guys do these spinoffs, but I'd fucking watch a spinoff of this goddamn box. <laughs> it's the first, like, well-executed set-up scare in an Annabelle movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, is the most... Co- and like, The Conjuring does that very well. Yeah. So this was, like, again, Annabelle Comes Home, for me, uh, was the most closest these spinoffs have been, even remotely to what Easily. the source material. Yeah, um, yeah it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that's where that was gone, yeah. so I'm sorry. Uh, let's talk about Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. I just watched this the other day because it came out and, uh, it wasn't available to rent yet, but I still paid full price anyway because I am a clown <laughs> and I wanted to watch it again real bad. Oh, did you buy the digital version then? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will be buying it on Blu-ray as well. Uh. uh, but this scene is my favorite scene of the whole movie. I'm going to spoil it slightly for you, George, just to explain it, but I think you'll still It sounds it. pretty straightforward it's, from what you're explaining. Well, yeah, the it's, title. they, they go, they they're back at towards the, the end of the like almost three so hour the, movie. Yeah, they're at the overlook. As watching it again, damn, that movie it's feels cool. long. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it's still good though. I still love it. But uh, so uh, Danny is walking the halls of the Overlook, and then he ends up in the Gold Bar, and you're like, oh yeah, Lloyd's gonna be here. Cool. And he sits down, and you see a whiskey glass coming to be like, can I pour you something, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts up, and you see it from the side, and it's Jack Torrance. Like, it's not Jack Nicholson. It's a guy who just kind of looks like Jack Nicholson, but he's got, like, the same hair. And it's just Jack and Danny talking to each other. And Jack Nicholson, not Jack Nicholson, Jack Torrance is doing the whole bit of, you must have me confused with someone else. I'm just here. And it's just, I just really enjoyed that moment of expanding the, the, the shining lore that, Jack's spirit is now at the at the overlook as the bartender. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's fucking perfect. I love it. And the fucking conversation that they have where Danny talks when he was younger, he would see death flies on people who were about to die. This was like the most horrifying part of the movie, and it's just him describing something. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how he would see they go into it in the book a little bit too, like how he would start to see flies populate on people's faces if they were about to die. Like the more flies, the closer they were to being dead. And he was talking about his mom and how when she was really close to dying, her face was just covered in flies and he couldn't look at her anymore. And I was like, oh my God. So I just really like that. I think that's the most it effective moment in the whole movie. It's it's probably my favorite moment in the movie it's too. So it's good. so good. It's It's... Like, that movie, it's not, you know, the scariest thing no. in the world. It, but that moment, even though it's just a conversation, is, like, frightening. It's tense as fuck. Just because, like, you know, like, even though it's not Jack Nicholson, yeah. you know you know the relationship between these characters, and you know, like, what Danny is trying to say, and it's just this frustrating thing of, you know, he's trying to, like, have this, like, one-on-one with his father, who mm-hmm. he lost at a very young age, and he's this delusioned ghost demon thing now and it's just great and also this all of dr sleep is just danny uh struggling with the the fact that he is starting to walk the same footsteps his father walked Mm -hmm. and like how he's struggling as being an alcoholic too 
and he gets he keeps finding himself in similar situations and then he's finally confronted with his dad and it's like fabulous very very good i think that moment elevates the movie oh it does a lot it does i know a lot because without that moment the movie is like very goofy and overlong yeah kind of dumb but i still love it i know i I saw people like complain that they didn't do like a cgi young jack nicholson that would look weird like like it's not gonna be like it did jack nicholson like retire he retired and he was gonna come out of retirement to do the american remake of that german movie Tony Erdman or whatever that hmm. came out a few years ago, but I don't know if that's still happening. I just remember hearing about that. But but no, like no matter which way you fucking boil it, it's just people reenacting The Shining, and so like if that bothers you, it's gonna bother you. Yeah. But I think it was done lovingly and like really effectively. It so was, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, you know, I feel like nowadays, especially in, like these. You know, sequels or follow-ups to like these older movies. There is this idea, like, oh, we can just CGI the stuff sure. that people are know well, and like, you can, you <laughs> certainly can do you that. You certainly can. But sometimes it looks weird, and I think you need to understand that the audiences are smart enough to know if a character is the same yeah. character just because they don't look exactly the same. <laughs> it's not literally him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's without a doubt. Sounds my good. Movie moment of that movie. You think it top, tops tops three though? As a collective, probably not. But that moment is just really damn good. It, it sounds is. very good. Uh, I wish you were dead. It's good. It did not wash me over. Really? I think that that fight. I that fight in general. I feel like is because like the entire movie they have these arguments and. They keep getting cut off, like, because of, like, communication issues. That's the first fight they really have where they're basically trapped together. Mm-hmm. And they have to confront each other. And they can't have other people do it for them. And is this big let out of all these things that they're feeling. Just, like, all at once. And they're just getting everything out there. And it's so wonderfully executed and great. How he just yells that, you know, I wish you were dead. And he just immediately just crumbles to the floor and starts crying and scratching and still comforts him. Like a little baby. Like a big, tall baby. Like a big, giant-handed, stupid baby. So broad. To be fair, he is a big baby. He's a big baby. He's great. I love that movie so much. It's It's a good movie. I like it a lot. I'm just saying, like, by that point, I kind of, I don't know. You were like, I get it. No, not even that. I get it's it. Marriage like... is hard. <laughs> if anything, it was just like, man, marriage, like, it's, uh, divorce is terrible. Oh, but yeah. But it's made to, to protect people who are like, would be in worse situations. I get yeah. it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I thought it was great. And I think it was finally good to have, like, I wanted to, I wanted them to finally hash it out because I was like, what is it that's actually biting at you guys? Like, yeah. I, what is it? Like, I, come on, like, let's see it. So I was happy to get that. And once they was all out on the table, even before things got so escalated, I was like, there's no going back for you guys. And I don't yeah. think you guys, yeah. you guys maybe liked each other a lot, but I think I mean, Adam Driver I mean, here is a bad the day, I, guy. They definitely... Bad husband, man. But that's how I felt. He felt like a baby to me. Um, Big tall baby. I don't know. I feel like at the end, you know, they still definitely had a love for each other. I oh, feel definitely. Like, yeah. But it's like, 
There's definitely something. It definitely I don't know. was that like those things bring out the worst in people. And that's what it's trying to show. Also, honestly, really, like, listen, you guys just should have talked to each other more. Yeah, that's really the whole thing. I was like, you guys just should have communicated better. Are, <laughs> relationships are a lot better when you communicate. Yeah, that's what I was like. You guys should have just talked more. And that doesn't make any sense. That's yeah. <laughs> they should do what I want. <laughs> I'm Adam Driver. Anyways, I will I will cut that. We don't have to if you feel strongly about it. I I like it a lot, but there's there's a lot of stuff. That's okay, good. cool. Let's talk about the songwriter scene. This is one of my personal favorite moments of the year. Uh, I'll set it up a bit for George since he hasn't seen uh-huh. it. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Andrew Garfield's yes. character is this like slimy guy who uh really he like values a lot of pop culture in a kind of shallow way. Like, he he has a fucking Nirvana poster, mm. and he's like, it's signed by, so like, it was like fucking Kurt Cobain's cousin or something, yeah. like, somewhat, he's like, it's signed by them, and it was, like, a big deal to him, even though it's, like, kind of insignificant, but uh, all of the clues that he's following leads him to this house of this old-ass man who's at a piano, and uh, he walks in and there's all this memorabilia everywhere and he's like oh my god is that Kurt Cobain's guitar blah 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 and the guy's like I don't know probably I have so much stuff and then as the scene progresses the old man like reveals that he has written every popular song like ever ever and so that Uh, all all genres there's no there's no like rebellion in it and anything that andrew garfield felt from these songs were all nothing he just made it all up and <laughs> all these like all, all this like pop culture like movements were all just his idea yeah they nothing, were all nothing fake. was brought out like generally it was just like i feel like doing this now yeah <laughs> so he like because he like starts playing the fucking the the smells like teen spirit on the piano and andrew the way andrew garfield's face just falls like <laughs> it's so funny and then eventually the tension in that scene builds and uh he, and the, the the old man is just like torturing Andrew Garfield with this knowledge of how he uh writes the melodies and puts secret codes in them and sells them off to record companies and uh how there's no meaning in any of it and then Andrew Garfield just picks up the guitar and starts no the guy starts shooting at him oh yeah <laughs> Andrew yeah, yeah. Garfield picks up the guitar runs at him and just smashes his head the fuck in oh, and yeah. it's shot so awesomely it's just a big head crunch and it's so awesome i don't think it it hangs on this list by any means but that moment is so effective it's so funny it's it's really great it's so good yeah man need to rewatch that just that one scene i have the dvd no 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 (laughs) so it's on amazon prime oh that's true i think uh it's also on canopy uh, oh yeah i think so I, can we lock the parks go on a camping trip from parasite yeah yes i think that's a lock uh i don't know if we want to, someone who I'll, I'll move it up around here and on a different category the lock zone, <laughs> lock zone. <laughs> um but yeah um is pasta do one of our three I like it. I don't feel particularly. I I don't feel purely passionate about the movie itself. I feel so. like. I, oh god. I feel like I love all of these moments so much, but I feel. 
I feel like we should, on principle, probably cut Angel of the Morning. <laughs> I guess, yeah, my kid. I love that scene. It's so fucking funny. Like, I just started collecting audience reactions to that. Most people were confused. A lot of people laughed. One night, there was a smattering of applause. So I think it's a great <laughs> moment. It's just the most fucking... Weird ass, why the fuck did you do that ass moment? And it's so, it means a lot to me. It's very silly, but it's not as strong as any of these other moments. And I can admit that. So if I had my way, uh, or how I feel about this, okay, it would be who donut it from Nizel, <laughs> parasite moment. Uh, and I bet and the final I, bet. I could go final bet, or if the passion is really that high for this lighthouse scene, Ooh, yeah, I can it see is. it go there as well. Um, but then, I, I, then it's yeah. I don't. In yeah. my ideal world, uh-huh. since Parks is a lock, I would say also my two picks would be Who Donut It from Knives Out and the Big Robert screen. That is also how. That's exactly what I'm feeling too. Because I love Pas de Deux. I love that so much. And the song, I listen to that song so fucking much. That was near the top on my Spotify end of the year. Here's all the songs you listen to. And it's it's the, easily the best part of that movie. But Well, for me anyway, I guess. But It doesn't hang, no, unfortunately. Not. That's a shame. Alright, so I will, as someone who, you know, didn't, the final bet in Inca Gems, I can say objectively it's very good. Being a lot about basketball, a sport that I know so, so little about, <laughs> uh, that was just lost on me, and it took a little bit out of it for me, so I don't have the passion for it. Um, I know you two are very high on those gems. It's very good, uh, but it's not like, for me, it's like there's so much of that movie that... Yeah. yeah. I, I can... Most I can, memeable I can... movie, I, I yeah. would definitely yeah. say top three. I or can... Joker. Uh... <laughs> No, one ketchup. I'd rather say one ketchup. I can. I can see. I. I think we can go. Big Robert scream and who donut it? Honestly, okay. I feel good about that. Again, I love uncut gems, but uncut gems is so good. And uh, yeah. All right. So who is the I winner of who donut it? Big Robert scream. The, the who donut it is very good. It's I, very good, but it's it so have... good. But it's like that. The fucking scene in Parasite is. It's great. Very it's just fantastic. It is just, and it's a lot of layers. I was just going to say, and some, and for some reason, I was going to say it is like the best moment of the year without the context of me realizing. No, that's what we're deciding. But like <laughs> again, that's why knee jerk reaction. Like that was the most I've been struck by a moment in a movie this year. Like for me, that was last year's with Hereditary in the fucking like that was the moment where I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man! As yeah. much as it's, I'd love to give the lighthouse another award, <laughs> give me every award. It's gone. It's on. Th- it's already three winners. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the part it's almost I, like it's a fabulous, flawless film. But yeah, um, the Parks Gone Came and Trip is a fantastic moment. Very good. Um, so I yeah, know, I'm very happy this. with that. Okay, cool. Well, that is our best moment category. And with that, that is uh, all of day one stuff. I'm gonna, Let's go back to the beginning of this dang thing. Uh, best style, uh, runners-up, Rocketman and Promare, with the winner being The Lighthouse. I forgot that a Promare made it on there. Promare's all right. Uh, best horror movie, The Lighthouse. Woo! Uh, yeah! Dr. Sleep and Us are runners-up. 
Uh, in our best old movies of 2019, Carrie's was the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. And Exorcist Three is a heretic. No, that's two. No, that's two. My bad. <laughs> I think I, I think about I two more. Seen, I haven't think seen three, that so. one yet, but I also uh, love that, that is one. a thing. It's the th- that's the thing though. <laughs> Depending on who I ask, they're either like, "Do not watch that," or they're like, "Fuck, that's garbage. You have to watch." It's it. a fucking thing, man. <laughs> uh, uh, mine picks were Mind Game and Under the Skin. Ryan's was all about Lily Chocho mm. and the End of Evangelion. Our most disappointing movies. Uh, was Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and Sc- Scary Stories That Tell in the Dark as runners-up with our winner being Midsummer. Uh, sorry, Midsummer. Uh, <laughs> and standout moment uh, was the parks go on a camping trip from Parasite with follow- with runners-up being Who Done It from Knives Out and Big Robert Scream from The Lighthouse. Ooh, good shit. That's day one. That's a great. That, I, I'm really happy with that. I category. like that, too. Um and I and I I can appreciate the passion of for the lighthouse even though I don't remember anything about this moment probably because I was zoinked out by that point I was like I'm, I'm not that was day one uh thank you so much for listening folks we got a whole day of uh deliberation left where we will decide our ten movies of the year ranked boy howdy I am scared we're not I, I, am, too. I am scared <laughs> I'm excited for the lighthouse to win again baby. No. <laughs> no? George is no. putting his foot down. <laughs> uh, Paddington 2. Yeah. <laughs> I would prefer that. Um, I no. mean, Paddington's way better than the White House. Um, they were showing that at uh, the, the fucking Dundee. Oh. Um, I was just driving and I saw the, in the fucking bright fucking lights, Paddington 2. Where's... And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you want to head out and go see Paddington 2? Why is it? Parody to a Criterion movie. <gasps> it's like inevitable. Oh honestly, it's inevitable. <laughs> like, like, honestly? I, oh, oh, hello? <laughs> Anyways, that's day one. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, each of us here have our personal rank lists of every movie we saw on Letterboxd. If you want to compare. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you on Letterboxd? Letterboxd is uh, Film Piece. And at Mr. Pip Official on Twitter.com. Yes, the official Mr. Pip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, your list. Uh, my letterbox is just my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. Should nice be able branding. to find me there. Mm-hmm, thank you. And on Twitter, I am at K-A-R underscore E Lyles. Not as good, but you know, we got to work with that. No, that one was just more of an inside joke, and now I'm unwilling to change it. Uh, you can find me at jcruzalvarez26. I believe that's what I'm at letterbox. That sounds right. And at jcruzalvarez26 on twitter.com. Uh, if you enjoyed our deliberations, please share them with folks uh, or let us know if you disagree. Um, but until the next time, we will continue to discuss and debate movies of 2019. Uh, until then, take care.